everyone. This is a very special uh, Super Bowl bound podcast. This is Kevin. And this is BB. And Mr. C. And today we're going to be talking about the conference championship games. We really only have two, so this is going to be a very uh, transitional, transition, transitory, transcendent uh, podcast because after two weeks from now, February 2nd. Yeah, that's when the Super Bowl is being played. So we really won't have a lot of football talk. But, you know, we're still going to have you making money. We're still going to put bets down. At least I'll give you the inside scoop. So we're going to start off with the first game. And we're just going to go straight into the Green Bay Packers versus San Francisco. I just want to go on the record because Jeff can't defend himself. So I won't call him out. But, oh, I, will, no, call I, him but out. I will call Mr. C out. Yeah, it's okay. I can take it. Because I am now... Just, just to let everyone know in the postseason, I'm now 9-1 against the spread. So, yeah, you're welcome, guys. If you put money down, I was right. I'm just so right on such a magnitude of levels. This just makes me so happy. Aaron Rodgers <laughs> has lost because he's a fucking fraud. Fuck Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is a fucking fraud. He can get, who, who do you have to blame now, Aaron Rodgers? You can't blame Mike McCarthy. You can't blame your defense because... You've been outscored 51 points to zero against San Francisco these last two games. So, new nickname for Aaron Rodgers is now Aaron Rodgers, your friendly neighborhood loser. So, Mr. C, would you like to eat some crow right now? I, I was going to ask you uh, how this victory sandwich tasted because you really look like you're enjoying it right yeah. now. I was wrong. I thought the Packers were going to win. I thought they were the better team. I was wrong, and I'm okay with that because... I'm the one who doesn't actually bet, so I didn't lose any money. <laughs> I was just like watching that game going, oh, crap. <laughs> this sucks. Yeah, Because I really wanted Chiefs versus Packers Super Bowl. I thought that would have been awesome. That's what everyone wanted. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what's been going around the stratosphere of the NFL yeah. rumor mill is, oh, this is going to be a rigged game. Like, oh, this is going to be a throwback to Super Bowl One. You have the Chiefs and Packers. It's like, no. The, the real 49ers boy ge- were having none of that. Yeah, Niners are not having any of it. Uh-uh. The real boy genius, Kyle Shanahan, is just like proving, once again, you don't bet against the real boy genius. Now, granted, we'll talk about the next game, the actual Super Bowl game. That'll be a tough one. Oh, we'll no, t- I already know who I'm yeah. picking. There's, we no, already there's know, no tough about it. We already it. know, but this there's is no a tough, tough. game. <laughs> uh, the, the only question is, do they cover? That is the question, right? And so today we have a special guest. Jeff, the a.k.a. Mr. Vegas, is out. Uh, So we have BB here. BB, give me your takes on the Green Bay-San Francisco game. Are you on Team Frogers? Are you on Team Boy Genius? If I had actually watched that game, I would not have been rooting for the Packers. Who? The Packers. Who? Oh, you mean Team Frogers? Oh, Oh, there you go. go. You know, State Farm guy? the name of is that is Aaron Rodgers the coach no <laughs> Matt LaFleur is the head coach okay the softest 13 and 3 NFC team to get into to stroll their way into the NFC get rolled but yes Matt LaFleur is the first year head coach for the Packers somebody here is just not a Packers fan just not I'm not gonna say oh, any no. names but someone not, really just does not you know like let me let me put right this now. out here right it's not that I'm a Packers hater. I'm just tired of Aaron Rodgers. I'm tired of this narrative that, oh, Aaron Rodgers could never win. He could never win with anyone. And then just, oh, these last two years, three years, you've had fairly good weapons. You choose to be just, he's like Jay Cutler, but more talented. 
that's the apt example I can give. He's like Jay Cutler, but just more talented. And no one liked Jay Cutler. Mm-hmm. And no one likes Aaron Rodgers. Why doesn't anyone like Aaron Rodgers? Well, number one, he's really condescending. He never works with his team. He had the... So just this year in the playoffs alone, the Packers had the second most third and outs against the... You know, comparative to the Bills, who are the number one three and out teams. He gives up some plays. He's not fundamentally strong at throwing the ball. So, like, he's a good thrower, but fundamentally he throws a lot with his arm. He doesn't mm-hmm. rotate his hips. He doesn't, like, use good footwork. So, like, he doesn't have longevity. So, like, he keeps complaining and puts blame on other people. And that's what Packers fans do. They're like, oh, we we can't ever blame our Messiah, Aaron Rodgers. We have to blame everyone else because Aaron Rodgers can't make a mistake. And that's what we're seeing now. Oh, well, it wasn't Aaron Rodgers' fault. He He put up... 17 points in the second half cool you put garbage time touchdowns wonderful where were you when you're getting blown out 24-0 well yeah I mean in that first and second quarter I was I was still kind of watching I stopped watching a little bit after the half I checked back in a couple times but the score was just so out of control I was like this game's done but I was I was watching Aaron Rodgers and I was not impressed at all with the plays that he was making like there were throws that should have been completed mm-hmm. there were plays that should have been made and they just weren't i mean the packers should have been in that game and they weren't and yeah. i don't think it was really because san francisco dominated them i don't think aaron Rodgers, and that's where you got to play lay the blame it goes at the feet of the quarterback that's just the way it is in the nfl he just didn't come ready to play and like they close up on him after a play, and I was just not impressed with what I saw. Like the looks on his face. Yeah, he's just yeah. he's so like he's so moody. Like if if nothing goes right for him, he just like gives up. He collapses under himself. So like he's one of if not the worst road quarterbacks. Like to be a great quarterback in this league, yes, it's obvious you have to win at home where you're comfortable, but you have to be able to win on the road. And his road record is like very average like I think it's actually 500 on the road he's had some really really good teams I mean they did win a Super Bowl but I mean even in his defense though this is the current Aaron Rodgers that we're looking at and Mm -hmm. I feel like he's lost his fire yeah like he's not the same quarterback that's got that chip on his shoulder that wants to do this that dropped to the 22nd pick in the draft and was all angry because of it and actually managed to come up behind Brett Favre and make Packers fans forget about Brett Favre I mean that's quite the accomplishment he just doesn't seem to have that drive and that fire anymore. Well, yeah, he obviously doesn't when he when he comes. We've talked about this on the entire podcast for this year. He just has, even last year, so he's dating Danica Patrick. Mm-hmm. So obviously Danica Patrick's like super into like NASCAR and everything that goes with NASCAR. So like very country, whatever, right? Those kind mm-hmm. of people. And then just Aaron Rodgers out of nowhere just ha- starts having a country accent in his interviews yeah it's weird bb like bb's giving yeah, me the weirdest it's look. weird aaron yeah. if you watch any like post-game interviews because he uh what was her name uh aaron Rodgers used to date someone else and they bro- uh and they broke up i can't remember her face right now but as soon as he broke up with her and went with danica patrick he's like oh i'm gonna grow this really weird handlebar mustache and just start talking like i'm a nascar driver and it's like dude can you stop being a chameleon boyfriend can you like have your own personality like my God, Aaron Rodgers. Maybe Again. he's got some self-esteem problems, which is no, a little odd to say. For no, a of course, no. In the he does. He's league. super, like, yeah. he's super sensitive about people saying like he's short. Mm-hmm. So like, he's not a tall guy. He's like maybe six, maybe six and a half, six one. That's pretty tall. That's to me. pretty tall. No, That's pretty no, tall to me by average standards. But like, he's like super sensitive. It's like 
there's video of it. Someone's like, oh, I thought you'd be taller. He's like, yeah, okay. And like, he just walks away. It's just like, <laughs> it's not even like jokey. Like, he, well, and if like, you plays compare him to it. other players in the National Football League, that actually is pretty short. Yeah, he's like, he's not yeah. like the tallest quarterback. Like, an average-sized quarterback is really like 6'2", maybe 6'3". That's like an average prototypical like quarter quarterback for the NFL. But regardless. How tall is Mahomes? 6'4". Yeah. Yeah, they said it He's yesterday. a monster. 6'4", 240. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but anyways, yeah. So I was not worried at all. Now, I will I will note this. Jimmy Garoppolo only had to throw a total of eight times in this game. He threw for 77 yards, and Raheem Mostert just ran the fucking – like, by the time halftime came, he already had three touchdowns and, like, 140-some yards. So, like – they did not have to worry one bit about this game because no one could stop them. No one could stop the run. Now, unfortunately, my favorite player on the 49ers, Tevin Coleman, is out. I think he suffered a, uh, a shoulder they, injury. Did they say he's what the out. injury yeah, was? He's shoulder. out for the, yep, out he's for the out Super for Bowl. He's out for the Super Bowl. So, yeah. you know, I'm super – if he if they can get a Super Bowl ring, obviously that'd be great. But, you know, Tevin Coleman coming from the Falcons, being traded over their last season. So – He's like one of my favorite players. Um, and what does he play? He plays running, running back. back. Okay. So yeah, just the guy the quarterback hands the ball to. Um, but Mostert like just just trying to help you out a little yeah. bit, just helping you out. <laughs> by by the half, Mostert had his average was eleven yards per carry. That was like the defense. I told you, Bill, Mister C, this Packers defense is soft. They're the soft, soft team, like cheese, like a warm cheese. They're soft. I like I like warm soft I like, cheese. I do. I like melted cheese. I like melted cheese. Well, you know, you get it, you get cheese. it warm enough and soft enough. It's like uh, you know, put that some on some tortilla chips. You got some nachos. Yeah, some faux nachos. Yeah, some but, faux nachos. You know, we're gonna go on really. So the Packers just shit the bed, but the Niners they look really good here. And with Jimmy Garoppolo. I think a lot of people are still not giving him the credit he deserves. I think Garoppolo, he's doing everything that's being asked of him. You know, Kyle Shanahan is a very, like, a very smart guy offensively. And we saw that when he was in Atlanta. We've seen that when he was in Washington. Like, we've seen him everywhere he goes. He elevates the quarterback play. And so what they're asking of Jimmy and this offense is very basic. Run the ball because no one can stop us. And if we have to go to the pass, we know we can do it. Because Jimmy Garoppolo has shown he can throw for like 450 yards. Like, we know he doesn't have a noodle arm. He's not like a Ryan Tannehill. He's not like a Blake Bortle where you just can't trust him to throw the ball. But they're just so dominant on both sides of the ball on the lines that they don't have to ask him to throw it 20, 30 times and carry them. If he needs to, he will. But that's not what they're asking him to do right now. So, we're going to segue into the, the last game, obviously the second game, the AFC Championship game, where Tennessee came to Arrowhead. They, start off, they started off pretty well. They were up, what, 17-7? I think it was 17-10. I 17-10. think it was 10-7, then yeah. the Chiefs scored, and then they scored another touchdown. Yeah. So, 17-7. Essentially, Kansas City Chiefs, again, flipped the script. They gave the Tennessee Titans a 10-point lead rather than 24, which is fine. It was more enjoyable, but yeah, like once once KC started rolling, it was like I was not worried. Were you ever worried during that game? Because I was never worried. Even watching in the first half when they were down ten nothing, seventeen seven, I was yeah. never well, when you're never playing, concerned. When you're playing the Chiefs, only having a ten point lead doesn't mean anything because that like here's what the Tennessee Titans did: they went on a fifteen play nine minute drive 
and the Chiefs then only had the ball for like two minutes and scored. Mm-hmm. So it they happened fast. Yeah. So they're just like, well, crap. Like when you play a team like this where they can score that quick, really at like the snap of a finger, you have to have like a very like a thirty point lead. If you're going to play conservatively, like if you're going to use like a Derrick Henry, you have to give yourself a 30 point lead and then run the clock. You can't do, well, we scored in 15 minutes or, you know, whatever. And then they score in two. Like that's unfair because now your offense is tired. Now they're gassing themselves out. Very similar to how the Patriots did this off, you know, this playoff where Tom Brady and them were taking 12, 15 play drives. And then they may or may not get a touchdown. They may get a field goal. Like you, you don't win that way. Like, you have to score. Kind of like what Houston did. You have to score quick, but you have to maintain that level octane of we can keep pace with you, but if we have a lead, we get to dictate that pace, right? I heard them talking a lot yesterday about how fast the Kansas City offense was, and is that part of what they're talking about, about being able to just dominate another team? Yeah, it, it puts a lot of pressure on the other team because they can put together these long drives, but the longer the drive, the more opportunity you have to fail. And in the NFL, you eventually do fail. The Chiefs, their offense can get on the field and drive and score so fast that the pressure that puts on the other team, who now has to sustain another drive like the previous one, becomes almost insurmountable. And I think you could almost see that happen to the Titans. Mm -hmm. They got that early 10-point lead, and they were feeling good, and then, boom, it was 10-7, and that lead did not feel like – it was only three at that point, but it it was like, oh, this is going fast. And they put together another drive, and then the Chiefs did it again. And then they couldn't – when did they score again? Late fourth quarter? Yeah. Like, they stayed at 17 until almost – it was was garbage time. Like, four minutes left or three minutes left Mm -hmm. in the fourth quarter? Yeah. Like, they just couldn't they couldn't maintain because the Chiefs have that, oh, it's the ball? Okay, we're going to score here. You try again, you know. Yeah, it really comes down to if you don't control the pace, right, if you have to play sustained long drives and then they get to play, oh, quick, fast, and loose, bam, bam, bam. And it's like, shit, you're tiring, number one, your offense out because the linemen still have to carry they're playing slow they're playing this like ground and pound give mm-hmm. it to derrick henry and that takes a lot of toll mm-hmm. on offense like so you have to pace yourself but that's the problem is if you don't have the other side where you can flip the switch like kyle shanahan does where he can be like oh yeah i'm gonna run like four times in a row and then i can just throw it when i want to there's there's a big difference to but having it's not that like level. Tannehill had a bad day no that's the thing Tannehill did not have a bad day it's just he doesn't have the same offensive capabilities so here's the thing, right? We talk a lot about Mahomes, and I'll say this too. I make this exact example. He's like Steph Curry. When you can just shoot from like 40 feet and just be like, oh, yeah, I just made a three from essentially half court without effort. That's what Mahomes is doing right now. He can just fling the ball and just be like any speedster, Sammy Watkins, Tyreek Hill, Robinson, anyone who's out there, I'm just going to throw it. You just keep running at full speed. Because that's what like wide receivers like to do. They don't like to slow down and have to adjust. Mm-hmm. If they're going, they, they want to go. Yeah, they want to go. Because these, like, realistically, wide receivers are like track stars. Like, a lot of them, I say 90% of them do track. So they just have straight line buzz. They just go for it. So when your defense has to play back because you can't be beat over the top, what's that do? It leaves the flats and the unders with, like, Kelsey. So they just get chunk yards. So you have to pick your poison. Do you want to get beat over top or do you want to get beat 
with 10, 15-yard plays. Well, and the Titans decided to take Kelsey out, mm-hmm. and they got beat by the big plays. It was yep. Sammy Watkins when they took Kelsey out. Yep. It was Tyreek Hill. You know, but they that was their choice. That's mm-hmm. what they decided and to do. And they knew it. Yeah, they knew if we can play a single a single top safety, sure, we can maybe stop it, but you just won't. Because Mahomes is just that good. He is, he is now going to be the poster boy, really, the face of the league for the next 10 years. Like, he really will be. Well, and the Titans' strategy was pretty obvious. They were going to pound Derrick Henry down their throat, mm-hmm. and it just didn't work. Yeah, I mean, Derrick Henry, he looked good when they were getting those first 17 points, and then he was, there was nothing after that. Yeah, if you watch the Tennessee offense, what ended up happening was they put way too many eggs, essentially, on the Derrick Henry tractor seat. Well, they had to. They had No, and that's yeah. the thing. They had to, but like that's the biggest, that's the biggest problem with the Tennessee Titans is they don't have any other major weapons. When you have Derrick Henry, who's your cowbell, and he has to you have to run for like 200 yards a game, that pretty much says stack the box and force Tannehill to beat you. Essentially, like Lamar Jackson, we're gonna stop the run, so you have to beat us with your arm. And again, Tannehill's no slouch, but he's just not. When I was watching know. that Tennessee offense, I was taken back to the early 90s of the Chiefs when they had Christian Okoye yeah. and Barry Word. And the play that really reminded me of it was that second touchdown because yep. it was the touchdown to the Taco eligible. Mm-hmm. And I immediately thought of Joe Valerio. Yeah. Like, this is the Joe Valerio play. This is it right here. Yep. And this is this is a run-first team. This is a team that cannot keep up with the Chiefs in yeah. scoring. Like, this game, I had absolutely – I was never worried from the get-go. But after I watched that touchdown, I'm like, no, they can't win. Yeah. Like, this is the Chiefs of the 90s and the 2000s that played run – and then defense and run and Marty Schottenheimer and like you're not going to win in today's NFL doing that. You yeah. you might surprise a couple people. You beat Wish Baltimore, Baltimore, yes. Baltimore and you the beat Patriots, the Patriots yep. yes. But it's not going to happen three games in a row. Yeah, once you have two straight weeks of the same play style, Andy Reid again. Andy Reid has the second best by week percentage of you know only second to Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. He just prepares so well. well. The Chiefs defense. They're good. They came up. They came up this week. Yeah. They're a good defense. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you if you look at what happened after they had their early season learning the defense, they were not a good defense at the start of the year. They you won. could see yeah. it in the games that they played. But something happened around midseason where they started to figure out and they became a good defense. Mm-hmm. Like people are gonna I wonder about the 49ers. Are the 49ers gonna understand that the Chiefs actually have a good defense now? And oh, they're yeah, not no. just some pushover they're and not. that this is all offense. Yeah, Kyle Shanahan knows not to You hope under, not. No, I know he won't. He's not He's not going to mess up and be like overthink, oh, well, the Chiefs defense early in the season was really weak. No, he's been watching them because he's the only team that realistically— Well, they the also de- have two weeks to prepare. To prepare. Yeah, yeah. they have— you They know, got plenty of time. They got plenty of time, you know. Mm-hmm. It depends Are you going to lay on, a bet on the coin flip? A prop bet? No. Yeah. Like, nah. you know, is it going to be heads or yeah. tails, like 50-50? Because, yeah. you know, you can bet on anything Yeah, the prop the bets Bowl. can be, like, just, you could say, yeah. oh, I expect them to have a bird land on the field. Like, you you will find someone that's You'll willing find to take something. Yeah. Whatever you want to bet on. Whatever you want to do. You can bet on. Well, player puke on the field. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to look for somebody to make There's that a bet lot of, with. Yeah. I'm going to make that bet. I'm going to say no. I, I don't think so. Yeah, either. I don't think I it's going to happen. I don't think anybody's going to puke on the field. I don't know. You won't? I don't know. There, there's a streaker in the Bills game. What which, was that? What was that movie? Any given Sunday. Mm-hmm. Willie Beeman. Yeah, he puked on the field. Yep. And then they'd move the huddle. Now we're gonna win because he puked. Yeah. yeah. And then that was also done in the replacements with. Uh, 
Keanu yeah. Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Oh, okay, and yeah, yeah. Because they, I kind of like the that sumo. Movie. Yeah, you know, he ate too many eggs prior yeah. to the game. Uh-huh. Felt sick, and they're like, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Remove the huddle. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite movies. F- football, sports movies is the replacements. It's just a fun movie. But anyway, yeah. So now we're gonna get to Super Bowl Sunday. I really, uh, I we talked about this last week. We touched on it. I'm still a big fan of having the Pro Bowl at the end of the season because then you get to watch. Like for me, if you have a player like. Pat Mahomes, who was, you know, going to, you know, then he actually goes and plays and does all that fun stuff. But, you know, when it's before the Super Bowl, they want to, like, prepare. They can't. Well, they're, they're not like, going. No, correct. Anybody on the yeah. Chiefs of the Niners, no, they're exactly. not going. They're That's what I'm not saying. going because they're so, preparing for yeah, the Super Bowl. Yeah, they're preparing for the Super Bowl. So yeah. it's like, well, okay, he got voted, but now he's not going because he has to play at the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, now I have to watch these other scrubs and the, oh, you're the first first player backup to the, go to the Pro, I have you know. to be honest. I never watched the Pro Bowl, anyways. I never like after the Super Bowl. Like, oh, I loved which it. Which is probably why the NFL moved it because maybe no, they, they get did. more people to watch it. They get like slightly more, and yeah. that's the thing is, I loved it, especially during the Vic years when mm-hmm. Hills, because they have this competition called like the QB Challenge. So like, they'll oh get yeah, the ball, I think they still they have the, that. They still yeah. do. They have like they, they throw the moving targets. Now it's definitely different. So now they have like this field during the end zone or the red zone. You have to throw it to like certain targets mm-hmm. and you have to hit that way. So it's a little bit different, but so I just skills like competition. Yeah. Skills competition. Yeah. I love watching skills competition to actually see who's really no pressure. Let's just see who's the best. Mm-hmm. You still have the one where you just throw it as long as you can. You know, I watched some legacy ones back in like 2004 with like Brett Favre. Yeah. Like Brett Favre just, those are all it. over YouTube. Mm-hmm. You can find them. Yep. Just half a second on a search on YouTube. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's great. But yeah, well, let's go ahead and uh, talk about the Super Bowl here. So it's being played in Miami. I don't and know. if you didn't know that, what rock are you living under? And yeah. is it a nice one? You got a nice place there. Yeah. Yeah. This is Miami. Now, I hope. Because we we have a fairly, I'm not going to say the youngest team, but we have a fairly young team. And so do the 49ers. They have a fairly young team. I just don't want them to go to Miami, get caught up in, oh, we, we'll just go out for like a few hours. And then they fuck themselves over and they're not really rested and they're not really focused. And Miami is a pretty, you know, hard place to be when you're an NFL player. You have money, beautiful women, nightclubs, all that, right? So I'm just hoping Andy Reid tells him, okay, just for like four or five days, just bunker down. When you win the Super Bowl, do whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. But I need this win. I need this Super Bowl trophy. <laughs> he needs this L. In no, all he needs the post-game interviews, I kept listening for for that. Yeah. We're not done yet. We got one more win, and I heard quite a few players say it. Yeah. Like, yes, we are the AFC champions. Yes, it was a goal. Yes, it was a big deal. We have the Lamar Hunt trophy. Mm-hmm. It's in Clark Hunt's hands. It's back in Kansas City. And then I kept hearing, but there's one more game. Yeah. We still have another game to play. Although I have to say I have listened to some Will Smith today. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Going to Miami. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I might have listened once or twice or three times. Yeah. This done is a little, uh, done a little dance. Yeah, as soon as as soon as the game was over, I think it was like forty seconds left. I was just like, Yeah, like they've got this. So like mm-hmm. I was just on NFLshop.com refreshing. <laughs> Are you really? I was like, come on, hurry up. <laughs> ready to buy. Yeah, I was like, ready to buy. Up. Ready to buy. buy. Yeah. Just we already know. You don't have to wait the forty seconds. There it uh-huh. is a statistical anomaly that they could somehow score three. Yeah, they're not doing yeah, it. They're not doing it. They're not doing it. They're not so like do it's ninety nine point nine eight percent chance. Yeah, they're not going to. They're yeah. not going to get that point zero two percent. It so could just, happen. So just give me AFC what did you championships. Buy? What so did I you bought, buy? I bought a specific 
Super Bowl Mahomes jersey. Okay. So I got the patch. It says Super Bowl, you know, 54. I got my girlfriend a nice Chiefs red long sleeve. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're just waiting. And then when they actually win the Super Bowl, I'm going to refresh the NFL shop again. <laughs> so you can get just, the first one. Yeah, so I can get the like first one. Yeah. Do you think they're not going to make more if they if they need to order more? Oh, no, I know they will. Okay. But I just want to. You're just going to be that guy that crashes yeah. the site. Yeah. He's the early adopter. I am the early yeah. adopter. I got the question last night. My wife was like, what will people buy? We should make those. Yeah. And she I'm texted like, me. I'm like, T-shirts. <laughs> like people buy T-shirts. The Chiefs on it right now. People buy it. Yeah. Yeah. So guys, keep an eye out for it if you want to support uh, the Bill Mr. C Foundation. Buy T-shirts for my wife. Yeah. It'll be very interesting. Mainly, mm-hmm. mainly it's just there's a lot of there's a lot of context here. It's been 50 years since the Chiefs have even been back to the Super Bowl. Like it'd be different if it's like, oh, you know. They went to the Super Bowl like four years ago. That'd be a little different. No, it's been like 50 years. 50 years. They were in the first one and then never been back. Oh, no, they went to Super Bowl 4. That's sorry, the one Super Bowl 4. Yeah, sorry. It's 50 years since 50 years since the Super Bowl 4. Because it's yeah. Super Bowl 54. Like yeah. 50 yeah. Years. Sorry. Yeah, it yeah, is. It is 50, 50 years. years. It reminds me of the Royals because the Royals uh, went 25. back after 29 years. 29. Yeah. And then won it after 30 because mm-hmm. they went back in 14 and won it in yeah. 15 and they won in 85. Yeah. And I remember I was playing ball back. I used to play softball and I recently retired. Because uh, I couldn't play anymore, but we—I was playing oh, softball pasha. when they clinched. Yeah, I was—I was playing a game. It was cold too. Yeah, that was my that. days at Cerner. I remember that very, very, very vividly. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, it's—it's it's still when you have an organization that doesn't win or go to like the big game. Because like, let's just put it into context: the Patriots have gone and won nine times. There's not really a lot of players that have even been to one. Well, they've won, they've won six. They've been to nine. Correct. Right. Well, sorry. Yeah. Let me. Yeah, no I was going to say, yeah, don't, let's not give them yeah, three more gained, Super Bowl They've wins. gone to nine. <laughs> yeah. Because they lost twice to the Giants and lost one to the Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. So, again, to go nine times. It's, it's absolutely it's hard. amazing. It is yeah. hard to do that. Now, you can say, oh, well, cheers, okay, wait, blah, blah, did blah. Did you include right? the Bears in there? Because they lost to the Bears in 85, too. They lost to the 85 Bears, 44 to 10. Well, I'm talking more so. You're talking recent in the Brady era. The 2000s. The Brady to era. Now era. We can call it yeah, the Brady We'll call era. it the Brady Manning sure. era, right? Yeah. But still, like, the next person to have gone as many is who? Like, in this era. Roethlisberger has been to two and won two. Manning went to four. Manning went to four, yeah. And he won, won two. Two. One with the Broncos. Did he win two with the Broncos? He won one, he won with, the one Broncos. with the Broncos. And one with the Colts. One Colts. Okay, so yeah. he's a two time winner. And so Eli Eli's won twice. two. So, like, the next closest person that's even. You're getting to two or three. Yeah. And like, if you're considered a first ballot Hall of mm-hmm, Famer, Peyton Manning, you went to four. Yeah. Yeah. Roethlisberger went to three, didn't he? No, uh, he I went to two. Wrong. I'm pretty sure he, he went two and oh. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's like for Tom Brady and the Patriots to go nine times. Well, he was cock blocking all the other quarterbacks. Yeah. yeah that's and what AFC. he was doing. And yeah. like Montana, the reason why people keep saying like, I've already ended this discussion. Tom Brady is the GOAT. He has beaten... Mm-hmm. Joe Montana. He's got six rings. Yeah, he has six. Six is six more than rings. four. Yeah. But, oh, oh, but Joe Montana is 4-0. So what? But he didn't go as often. He didn't. Yeah, he's... <laughs> he got bounced in, like, the first round more than Tom yeah. Brady, you know. There's a big difference. We're, we're the same kind of argument with, like, Michael Jordan versus LeBron. Now, Jordan. I don't I don't like LeBron, but statistically, LeBron is better. I'll, you have six to say that. Sure, you can say 6-0. Why do you like LeBron? 
No, I call okay. him. Le, I call so him Lacry James. So that's the thing. He's Lacry James. I call him Lebon Bon. But you know, yeah, statistically, he's a crybaby. Down, he is a crybaby. He's a crybaby. But you know, a lot of everything. players in the modern NBA are, are crybears, yeah. and it's really, really annoying. Here's why Jordan is the best. Six rings is more than anybody else. Well, then you have to say, what about? Uh, Anyone? He, he won them basically consecutively. He took a year off to play baseball, came back and won three more. Yeah, but that's a, that's a bad argument because the year he first retired, when they went on that first repeat, mm-hmm. they went back. They only were one game removed from going back to the championship. So I like, don't think the, he was playing though. Exactly. Right. That's what I'm saying. The Bulls still were one game away from going to the NBA championship, but they didn't. Okay, but you have to look at it in context. You can't just say three year off three. The other argument you can make it, but it's a poor I, argument. I, I hear your argument, but I still say Jordan's the best. So what is your? So we'll we'll transition this right. Okay. I think we already know we're all picking the Chiefs here. Yeah, uh, Chiefs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So okay. here's so here's the thing. So yeah, yeah. I have a question about this. Yeah. Is there any doubt in your mind, or is there any concern? Do you think there's a avenue that the 49ers win this game? Yes. How? Because I don't, I don't, I don't see it. I do not see how the 49ers win because this game. Because Kyle Shanahan is just as good or on the same level as Andy Reid for offensive mindedness. Mm. He, can, he uses his players to the full extent that Andy Reid does like his quarterbacks. I don't, I, I think as a, how long has he been a head coach? He's been, this is like his first year as a full head coach, but yeah, he's I, been coaching as an offensive coach in, in the NFL I since he's a kid. I wouldn't put him on Andy Reid's level yet then. I think no, he's got to have some sustained success. He has, even as a court, even as a even as a coordinator, he's shown success. There's plenty of coordinators who have gone up and had great years as coordinators and flopped as head coaches. Okay, but I'm going to make this argument. Okay. He turned the franchise around in three years. The second year that he was coaching was just riddled with injuries. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't argue that. There's there's years where good teams can just be riddled by injuries and it just decimates your season. Oh, absolutely. When they're finally fully healed and he has all the pieces he needs, they go... Straight to the Super Bowl, they doubled their win total last year. They won four games. Now they won. 14. Well, injuries injuries do yeah. can and do make a huge difference. It All does. I'm saying is you can't really can put them on Andrew Reid's. But level you ask. But here's the thing: you ask me how been doing it for sure. But you right. ask me, is it I'm conceivable? Just you can't is say it that conceivable? He's on Reid's level. You know, I can though because you ask me. Okay, he is on his level. Well, agree to disagree. Yeah, we have yeah. to. That's the whole point of the bakery. Yeah. That's so okay. you have to understand that. Again, people keep disrespecting Garoppolo and the 49ers for their offense. We have sh- we have seen throughout this entire season, oh, well, they can't beat the Rams. Oh, well, the Rams are just a bad team. No, they beat a good team. Mm-hmm. The argument has always been they haven't beat anyone. No, they beat well, plenty I mean, if of you good get teams. To, if you get you know? to the Super Bowl, you're a good team. I'm not saying they're yeah. a good team. I but just they, have different, they have different facets. To the, again, this is going to be a very – I expect this to actually be a fairly – if I'm going to put a predictor, I think it's going to be like 24-21. I really don't think it's going to be that high scoring. But that's not like a bad thing either. I think there's going to be mm-hmm. explosive plays. I just don't think they're going to have the same. Because the defense have for both teams have stepped up. I think both I think, teams' defenses are I think the Chiefs are going to score in the 30s. I don't think the 49ers are going to be able to score 30 on the Chiefs. Because I think the Chiefs' defense is good enough that whatever the 49ers try to do, I think they can take it away. Yeah, I think the 49ers defense. Now, this is not to say they're going to straight out lose or, you know, the Chiefs are going to lose, but it's going to be a very competitive game. I'm actually looking very forward to this game. I am too, but I just. I, the defense for the 49ers showed that they can rush four and still get to Aaron Rodgers, who, mm-hmm. again, 
the comparisons with Mahomes and Rodgers were like they're very similar. They have a lot of the same qualities are now granted i would argue i was gonna now, say not the way you were talking about aaron Rodgers no, a little bit ago no but if you look at <laughs> if you look at peak rogers right peak rogers when he wasn't nicked up and everything mm-hmm. he had very gunslinger he had an arm he knew how to throw the throw the mm-hmm. ball and he made it at those weird angles that mahomes does sure that's kind of mahomes now but mahomes is bigger thicker and he's Stronger, the new hotness you know better. so we can rebuild you look him. at you look at those same qualities and i can see where okay you have all those positives, but you can still get pressure. He's not fast. I would actually say he's not faster than Rodgers, but he still has speed. I'd like say we he's saw faster than Rodgers. He made a nice, you know, run twenty-seven yards, mm-hmm. you know, yesterday or yesterday, you know, go for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. That's also just bad Titans defense. I would say those uh, three Titans players were a little surprised he didn't step out of bounds. Yeah, because uh, that was a the thing. They have been taught not to hit the quarterback, yeah. which is probably a little bit to do with it. But yeah. I think it showed a they lot. They hesitated. Of, uh, Patrick Mahomes said, "I'm, you know, we're going to win this game. I'm going for the touchdown. Sure. I will take the you hit. Can, I will get in." Sure, I'm not denying that, but I'm just saying. I think Aaron Rodgers steps out of bounds there. I think Jimmy yeah, Garoppolo steps out of bounds yeah. there. No, he did. I think just about every other quarterback in the NFL steps out of bounds there. Oh yeah, but no, not our but guy. we saw we saw it yesterday with Rodgers is that he fumbled the ball or the handoff. Mm-hmm. Whoever whoever oh, was I at fault there, that like whoever, it, it was it was Rodgers. It was yeah, in his whoever, hands. He dropped whoever it. dropped it, he just yeah. backed. He made a business decision. He's like, I'm not going to go into the pile. Mm-hmm. We're still down. I'm not going to go into the pile. I'll let everyone else go for it. Yeah, which is what Cam Newton did in the Super Bowl. He made a business decision he not to go, for, go the ball. for the ball. Yeah, Mahomes is young enough that he's like. It's not a business decision. I'm going to get my $250 million. Yeah, no matter what. No he's matter what. Paid. But he wants I'm to sure get I'm sure he's ring. got insurance out on his body at this sure. point, too. Even if he gets hurt, he's getting paid. But here's what I'm going to say. This may not be by the Chiefs. I think both offenses are going to be very clever. But I think if I were to give an edge to a defense, I've seen better sustained defensive play from the Niners offense this entire year mm-hmm. than the Chiefs have. Now, it's not to say over the last five games, both defenses have been very good. It really is going to come down to who's going to prep, who's going to actually block out the noise mm-hmm. and the distractions and actually come down to Miami and I actually play for, for three hours. You know, <laughs> It's just going to be – that's where it comes down to. Now I'm thinking about Will Smith. It's again. going to be really a game of inches. Mm-hmm. So, again, I expect this game to be – you disagree, but I say it's going to be like 24, mid-20s. And I think it's still going to be a good game, but I think the defense is going to have to step up for both sides to really – because both teams can go off. I'm just, honestly, I'm just not worried about, I don't have a level of concern that the Chiefs will lose this game because I think whatever, okay, the 49ers, their best player is Kittle. I think the Chiefs will be able to shut him down. I think they'll be able to shut him down and contain the running game, and I just don't have any concerns about the 49ers wide receivers, and I don't see Jimmy Garoppolo as the same type of wild card that Patrick Mahomes is. Oh, yeah, but he's not. I don't think yeah, anyone's I mean, saying Garoppolo is. Like, the difference, the main know. difference between these two teams is Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, one so has one has Steph that's Curry. That's I have absolutely yeah. no concern. Yeah. yeah, well, and that's when you should feel, at worst, a little scared when you have zero doubt because. I, I just don't. Know. I'm like, this is. Again, I bought a jersey yeah. the day, literally the seconds mm-hmm. that the clock went to zero zero. I believe in the Chiefs that I think this is, like, their time. The stars aren't aligning. Everything's working well, and everyone's like everyone's healthy. Well, There's no and issues. they've been in their absolute worst yeah. case scenario. They were down twenty four to nothing to the Texans, yeah. and it didn't matter. Yeah, like they were down seventeen to seven to the Titans with their brutal run game, and it didn't matter. Yeah, like they just have this seeming ability to say, you know what, 
know after the first quarter, we are going to own the rest of this football game, and you better have enough of a lead at that point that you can hold on to it, but it's not going to happen. Yeah. 24 well, points wasn't enough. And and one thing I noticed, and not that I know that much about the game. No, you know plenty. But um, one thing that I noticed is that the Chiefs team yesterday was reminding me of that Royals team mm-hmm. the year that, mm-hmm. that yeah. we won the World Series. Yeah. Like, y- y- there's an energy to them. You know, I mean, my pick is based on emotion mm-hmm. being that this is my hometown and, and – and all kinds of things like that, but you look at them and and you can see it. Yeah. You can you can see that oh they they can do this. Like you have that. There's just this sense of how are you going to stop them? Yeah. Like somebody's going to step up. I mean, my God, we used to make fun of Dirty Dan Sorensen because he was like uh, he's playing, and now he's like a hero. Like this guy, this guy is a freaking hero at this point, and he was a punching bag mm-hmm. for a while. Because, yeah, for like two straight years. Yeah, Just, like, oh, God, Dirty Dan Sorensen. Mm-hmm. There he is, Dirty Dan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now he's like, yeah, Dirty Dan. Yeah. <laughs> you go, man. Yeah, yeah it's just, uh, it's crazy. Yeah, it's they've crazy. done a lot. They've done a lot to turn the narrative around that. Because really, this is, even Tony Gonzalez talked about it today on, you know, FS1. It's like, the, you know, he's played for some good quarterbacks and mm-hmm. even talked about Matt Ryan. It's just like, but Mahomes is a different level. Like, when you play with a superstar, like to this to this magnitude because tom brady was never this like never this good yeah yeah like he tom brady not, was always a cerebral he's guy he's good and he knew exactly he knew how what, to, he what to, to do, do to he was a very smart guy but when you have the talent and the brains and it all can like you have a very very special player mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. what mahomes is he's a very special player Feel and bad for the bears you know yeah it's because like that's the, the thing name mitchell trubisky ring a bell to you to me, yeah. no. Uh, that's who the Bears took in the draft when Patrick Mahomes was available. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's Back one of those where, obviously, just hindsight's twenty twenty. whatever the Bears front office saw in Mr. Trubisky, which is weird. Yeah. But here's the thing. Regardless of that pass, I don't I, I don't really fault organizations for picking the players they do. It's, it's hard to evaluate players and to mm-hmm. find the niche and everything. So I don't really fault them for not. But I will say this. There's a lot more tape on Patrick Mahomes than there was on Mr. Biscay. Mr. Biscay yeah. only started like one season and he only started like 10 games. And it's just like, what are you doing? You're going to pick up, you're going to waste a first round on this guy who hasn't proven anything? Okay, whatever. It's but regardless. Like the Giants taking Daniel Jones. We get off topic yeah, on but regardless, every now and then. I think we're all in like, consensus. What are, what are NFL teams It really doing? comes down to, yeah. um, let me do this. Um, well, I think the consensus is the Chiefs are going to win. The question is by how much will be kind of what you're saying, Kevin, is kind of a low-scoring, mid-20s, close game. And I think the Chiefs are going to score in the 30s. I think the Niners will be in the 20s someplace. I would, wouldn't be surprised with low 20s, but I think the Chiefs are going to win going away. Yeah, so here's here's the spreads that we're opening. So the Chiefs, like right now, the opening bet was one and a half. Uh-huh. Chiefs favored. I like think they're going to win and a half. quite a bit more than that. And that's the thing. Like it's hard. Like Vegas is saying – is it like when it's one and a half? It really is kind of a pickums. You just like kind of pick you, whoever who you, you want. Yeah, win. you just pick yeah. whoever. When when the line is like plus three or plus four and a half, and then it moves. Vegas is trying to say the smart money line is this way, this way. And since we don't have Mister Vegas, I'm essentially Mister Vegas 2.0, maybe 1.5. <laughs> Not super Vegasy, but I know the odds. You're the, the one and a half. The one and a half. Yeah. But yeah, the over under is 52.5. So 52 and a half. 
So if each team scored 24 points, that's 48. I think it's under. I think if you're going to make a bet, go under. If you're going to make a, you know, any kind of money play here. Now, granted, the money line, KC is at 126, San Fran's at plus 108. So obviously, if you wanted to make a little more money, you'd go San Francisco for money line. But you have to also remember, if you're going to pick a money line, you want to, you want them to win. So, yeah, if you're going to make a bet, the only thing I can tell you right now is at least do the under. I think it's going to go under 52 and a half. I don't see it going over that. It may go 27, 24, even then that's 51. So, yeah. I'd take the over. Yeah. But, you know, you're also asking a guy who doesn't bet, so. That is also true. <laughs> I do not bet. I do not bet. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, get your TVs ready uh, for all those trying to figure out how to watch the Super Bowl. It's going to be on Fox, so you can just get antennas. If you have just a TV, there's plenty of ways you can watch on online. Now, if you watch online with any, like, official app, like the Fox Fox Sports app, there is about a 20 to 30 second delay. So if you're not worried too much about, like, being instantly in the, mm. oh, they scored right then and there, because your phone usually will be faster notifying you of a play than actually watching it. You so we just turn all those device, yeah, devices just, off. Just turn like, the device or school, turn yeah, the go do off, not disturb or turn off, off those. Turn the computer off. Yeah. Turn the game on the TV, sit down. But with that's not, average of but that's choice. unreasonable for old man, Mr. C here. <laughs> when you're in the new there, generation, I'll have a nice hot cup of coffee. Yeah. We're all going to be looking up. on Twitter. We want to see what's going on in the stadium. I'll probably have my those. daughter in my lap. <laughs> we'll be hanging out. My daughter is almost three. She's absolutely perfect. And we'll be enjoying some football. Um, and then she'll say PJ mass. PJ Mask, but yeah, yeah and I'll um, be like, no. <laughs> so obviously, me. as you guys know, NFL Pepsi has an exclusive deal with NFL, so that's why they have the Super Bowl Pepsi halftime mm-hmm. show. It is supposed to be Shakira doing the halftime show. These hips don't lie. These hips do lie. <laughs> <laughs> but I do like Shakira. It's, Isn't it Shakira and somebody else? I really don't know. They got a whole I bunch of Miami people, like oh, Pitbull okay. and some other people oh, are yeah, doing Pitbull, the pregame. I know who that is. Yeah, they're yeah. doing like the pregame show. I was seeing some um, of the advertisements for it, and I'm like, I don't even know who most of these people are. Like, I don't even know. I'll be honest. If we're going to talk about halftime shows, it was my Super Bowl, the Falcons at the Patriots. That was actually one of my favorite ones because it was Lady Gaga. I'm a big fan of Lady Gaga. I liked her halftime show. So, yeah, like most of these halftime shows really haven't blown me away. I think Bruno Mars was maybe another good one. Yeah. But like they're very forgettable for me i think well okay prince played in played in one yeah and so uh, yeah the only one that really stands up is i watch it for the game yeah janice jackson is the only one that's like the big that was the wardrobe that was the wardrobe yeah yeah that was the big one but everyone else is very forgettable well michael did one too didn't he? michael did two right i don't i I think he did two yeah but you know i mean what used to be what super bowl one wasn't it a marching band and they like had a guy with a jet pack like okay, you know. Just, I just want that. Like, yeah. Don't give me the just, music because I can put. I can just play Spotify. Give me a guy on a jetpack. <laughs> give me a guy on a jetpack. Just fly through there. I want to be entertained. Give Let's, me Evil yeah. Knievel. You're gonna jump the stadium some way, whatever the case is. Do give something us, crazy. Give us yeah. a good old marching band like we had in the '60s and the '70s. Get now, out there, put on some moves. Yeah. If you did like a like, college style cool. marching band, yeah. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. Get over the whole field. Yeah. Have them mm-hmm. make some cool design yeah. on the field. Because like, they do that make every, them figure yeah. out, okay, the halftime score is this. We need to figure out real quick. Let's get that score on the mm-hmm. field with the marching band marching. How cool would that yeah. be? Yeah. Real time. That would be cool. Real time. Because they, they are, so I used to use a marching band and I know a lot of people in the marching band like deep into that shit. 
you know, they went to the private summer uh-huh. camps and we're with the Allegiant, whatever. Band camp, they went to huh? band camp. They like, went to- I went to band camp. Oh, that really? Was the, that was the public school uh-huh. sponsored band, band camp. camp. But they went to the, you have to pay money okay. to be the elite band people. Oh. And you had to try out. The special band Yeah, the special, people. like the ones that are like super into it. Uh-huh. Now, those are cool, but God, like, tone it down. I love band. <laughs> I love, but fucking tone, tone, like your passion. I get that. Tone yeah. it down. It's just it's band. Their, it's, it's their just passion. Band. It's their passion. They love it. They love it. Yeah. What it's was okay? Yeah. Drumline. That's the movie with. Yeah, them. I like yeah. that I love movie. Drumline, yeah. right? That was yeah. a good one. That was like Flight of the Bumblebees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what we love playing. You know, we watch that every summer before band camp because mm-hmm. we we're trying to get people hyped up. But it's fine. Like, <laughs> calm it down. It's fine. <laughs> so we're gonna transition back to your last question. Okay. So. Right now we're going to talk NBA very like five minutes. Okay. Define what it means to be the best because you said, well, Michael Jordan has six rings. Okay. Right? So you're going to go back to the Celtics, aren't you? Are you going to go back to the I'm Celtics? I'm going to go to Bill Russell then, right? I he was going to say Bill Russell. Right? Yeah. He has 11. That 11 is bigger than era. six. Well, hold on. But but your definition was six was bigger than what LeBron mm-hmm. has three. One with the uh, – no, he has five. I'm going to have to say Miami this. Miami to And unfortunately, Cleveland. this is going to be on tape. Yeah. I don't have enough knowledge about the NBA to repeat your point. Okay. I just don't. I haven't well, grown up go. watching the NBA. <laughs> but in my ah, eye test, oh, the Cody in trap. my opinion, ah. oh, did you, get, did you just get a, a knot in your calf? I do think Michael Jordan is the greatest of all time. I, that is just my oh, opinion. Sure. And there's probably just not a lot you can say to convince me otherwise. No, sure. It's yeah. For me, it's more so also, I think... You could also make the the argument. It's not just. It's hard to kind of put that statistical mm-hmm. because LeBron James is still technically playing. Yeah. So like his legacy has not been solidified, right? Over the well, years, I think his his legacy took a hit, and I think the problem is the public perception of LeBron. In my eyes, I had no problem with him when he was in Cleveland when he came into the league. Sure. Yeah. And I thought he was interesting. Young, bright I thought kid. he was exciting. Yeah. And oh my God, did he pick that team up and put them on? They were mm-hmm. terrible before he got there. But then he up and left. Yeah, the decision. Like he the up decision. And left and yeah. he made a big a spectacle. Deal out of it. He had there to go on ESPN. Special... I'm like, no, fuck you, dude. No, fuck yeah. you and the horse you rode in on. And then you go down there and you start counting off how many championships One, you're going to win. No, three, fuck you. At that point, there's nothing he could do ever to be the greatest of all time in my mind because I, I think what it is about Michael, it was the drive. Oh no, yeah, he was it a was very competitive. He and he was he a would Chicago punch, Bull. He would punch his own. He yeah. punched Steve Kerr, I think, twice. Yeah, and I and, just don't see that in LeBron. Well, that's the thing, right? Yeah, they're 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 playing in a very different era of mm-hmm. basketball where you used to not go out to dinners with the opposing team and yeah. the players. They were like they do now. They do. They're just but like they're yeah. all friends because they went through AAU together. Yeah, they've been friends up. forever. Yeah, they played all the so same it's very leagues, different. all the same cycles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very different. But here's what I'll say about again. There's another guy at work that we I've talked to him about this and he knows who I'm referring to. I always kind of jab at him like, well, no, mm. the best, the greatest of all time between them is Kobe. Kobe's better than he's got five. He's got he's five and zero. Oh, I hate Kobe. six. He's it's better. He's, guy I don't like. he's better. He's better than LeBron. But you know that's it's like. more of a jab. Yeah, yeah. I respect Mamba mentality because mm. again the drive. He's very. He's the next closest thing we got mm-hmm. to, to Michael. Michael when yeah. he left. Yeah. Like he's the next, almost a clone other than maybe you can make the argument Kobe was a better defender because he has more 
first team all time. Yeah, I'm not I'm not knowledgeable right? enough about the NBA to say yes or no to that. But I mean, if still, I have to start watching the NBA, it's probably going to kill me. But I might. Oh yeah, it's just shot. the NBA has a problem. They do have a problem. Their ratings are still down mm-hmm. because people want to see dominance. People say, "Oh, we want parody in the NBA." No, you don't. No, they don't. You want to see they the want you want to see they you want to see want the, the Golden State Warriors. I want to yeah. see the Golden State Warriors because I'm a Golden State Warrior fan. For a few years, we want to see it, and then we want somebody else. Oh no, I want to watch it forever. I love <laughs> I love the Golden State Warriors play style. They play team ball, mm-hmm. and they just oh, if we play team ball, we pass it, and we also can shoot from thirty mm-hmm. feet out, just with perfection. And I, I love did, it. Yeah. I did read. I a, love Steph Curry. I read. A, read. I read. I, I do. Read, I read. I, I do swear. the reading. <laughs> I read an autobiography. Not an autobiography. It didn't seem autobiographical. On uh, Serge. No, Andre Iguodala. Yeah, yep. mm-hmm. the sixth yeah, man. Yep. That was good. Yeah, it was very. I highly recommend it to people. It was a very, very, very good book. Yeah, because he talked pretty in detail about what you have to see as an NBA player and what you have to go through to be successful. Like you just can't do it on talent yeah. alone. It just does not work. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like it was, Kobe. It was good. There, Andre Iguodala was a good example of that because mm-hmm. he's a bit of a journeyman. He came in and then he also won many championships. Well, and he was he was you know? a top pick. He was an extraordinarily yep. good player. Mm-hmm. He would he was a star on a team, and it wasn't good enough. They weren't yeah. going to win a championship with him, so they shipped him off. Yep. Yeah. And then he wins up, ends up going to the dynasty. You know. <laughs> yeah, with uh, with Golden State. I hope next year they get better. They get healthy. Mainly because right now it's just a weird. They, Steph was injured. He injured mm-hmm. his wrist, or his wrist, and then Clay Thompson the year prior in the finals. You know his his whole injuries. KD left, and here's what I wanted to say we did this. The reason why I have less and a lot more less respect for LeBron mm-hmm. is because he was the one that started. I'm gonna go and play with my buddies and create a super team, and mm-hmm. even before that, it was K, KG, Kevin Garnett, and Paul Pierce, and all them that did it in Boston. Yeah. The big With three. Rondo and yeah. uh, Rondo, Ray Allen. Garnett, Ray Allen yeah. and uh, Paul Pierce. Yeah. yeah. They were the real first ones to do it, but everyone wants to say, I'm not defending Kevin, you know, Kevin Durant. Because Kevin Garnett, Garnett or <laughs> Kevin Durant is very soft. He's a very right. soft skinned individual. He's sensitive. He's very sensitive. Yeah. But it's just like, no, like why are you why why are you criticizing KD for leaving when he was a free agent? Mm-hmm. And the better team just drafted him, you know, to come play with them, and they go on this dominant run where yeah, no one. Just... I mean, he's he's just he's going where he wanted to go to, and yeah. I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm totally. But people are like, oh well, his championships don't mean as much. It's like a championship is a championship. Championships a championship. In 15 years, yeah. when we haven't seen them playing forever, they're like, well, Nobody's who's the greatest player? To give. Yeah, it's yeah. like no, Nobody's KD. Care. Yeah, KD's yeah. the most dominant player of his generation. Blah 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 blah, because he won. <laughs> Three, two MVPs with them, you know, finals MVPs. Yeah. So, yeah, regardless. Yeah, it's, yeah. I think he made a poor decision going to fucking New Jersey, playing for the fucking Brooklyn Nets with Kyrie, the fucking diva in the <laughs> NBA, rather than staying with the Golden State Warriors and just taking a year off. Like, dude, you got some whatever. He has some insecurity issues that we just won't go into because he's just Maybe he so just soft. Maybe he just went for the paycheck. I don't know. Maybe, well, if he was going for the paycheck, he should have gone to the Knicks. Well, who wants to go to the fucking Knicks? They're well, a train wreck. I don't even watch you know, the NBA, and I know they're a fucking train wreck. Oh, yeah. They've always been a train wreck. Yeah. 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 The one thing about New York is you know they're the Knicks are going to be shit. Yeah. But anyway, that's sports talk. We talked to NFL. We've got the Chiefs winning. If you're going to put a bet on... 
I'm not feeling like this is the one time I'm nine and one this postseason, but this is the one game that I'm very unsure of. Just because maybe I look at should, both. Maybe we should hedge a little bit and say, check back with us in a week when we have Mr. Vegas with us. Yeah, we'll do it next week as yeah. our final week before. But still, if the if the line moves one way or the other, we can easily tell you. But right now, because it's sitting at one and a half, it's, it really is a pick So who do you think, just pick who you think is going to win. Because it's not going to be, it's not going to be a two-point game. It's going to mm-hmm. be one way or the other. Someone gets a 10-point lead and then they hold it. We talked NBA. LeBron's a bitch. LeCry James. LeBron Bon. He's such a fucking crybaby. Fuck yeah. I hate LeBron. But I respect his game. Whatever. So we're going to go on to what I call the tech news corner. And there's quite a few great articles here that I want to start off with. So the first one I want to talk about, and BB, I'll talk to you about this, was there is, if you aren't aware at all, when I'll, I'll kind of give like a little uh, background to this. Okay. So you are a business person and you need to have a printer. Okay. Tell me your top three printers that you're going to buy companies. Oh. Um, I don't know. Like it. I really have no idea. Like well, the first one would be HP. HP. Thank you. There and you go. So HP, Brothers. Epson. Epson. So those are three, right? Yeah. So HP has this. Oh, man. This is just so. This is so stupid. Are you talking about the Instant Ink? Yeah. The, yeah. So their service subscription for ink. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is so stupid to me. This is like okay. the dumbest thing. So HP and their infinite wisdom decided, hey, how about you just pay us a monthly fee? Uh-huh. But here's the thing. You're not paying for just like ink cartridges. You're no, paying you're per paying page. For the subscription. Yeah, you're paying yeah. per page. So I'll just throw these aren't the actual numbers, but let's just say, oh, for four ninety nine a month you can print thirty pages. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you use all thirty. Mm-hmm. You're still gonna be charged. You're still charged. Four ninety nine a month for the ink. Mm-hmm. And if you happen to run out before you hit your 30 pages, we'll send you a refillable ink cartridge. Mm-hmm. And then you'll just be charged for like, say you have 28 pages printed and you run out of ink. They're going to send you a full cartridge for two pages of printing. Mm-hmm. This is so stupid. Just go buy fucking ink. This is so dumb to me. <laughs> so apparently people weren't aware of this. So this guy was like, called them out. They're like, hey, you can't factory lock my printer from printing. So there's a software lock that they're like, oh, we're not, you're not paying for the subscription, so we're going to just stop you from being able to print. Yeah. But if you want to print, you can return our ink cartridges and then buy standard cartridges for your printer. Correct. This is so stupid to me. <laughs> I'm actually this fully is so aware of this dumb. because I have this. <laughs> yes. This is so dumb to me. As a, Okay. Tech people, tech industry, we don't need everything as a service, okay? Right. We don't need ink as a service. We don't need every little thing to be something as a service. We don't need everything to be a SaaS, okay? S-A-A-S. We don't need that. So this is just so dumb to me. So I just want to plea out to my tech people, don't buy ink, don't buy a subscription service for ink, just buy the ink. Because CVS, Walgreens, you bring your old ink cartridges in, they will refill it for you for like $10. That's true. I mean, but you're you're paying for the convenience. It is not convenient though. So here's so th- there's an overage fee. You go over printing one or two pages, they charge you, yeah. right? Am I yeah. wrong? And no, it's true. Yeah. So but they also have a free. They have like a free service as well. Like you can you can actually go down and plan. 
too. Okay, but it's, it's still a subscription. Is it, it still? It is <laughs> totally still a subscription. <laughs> it is still a subscription. Sir, I'm sorry. I'm, go- We're I'm taking crazy HP pills. I'm taking crazy pills. Ink. What do you think? Um, it's Zinsen. I I have I I didn't even know that this was a thing. Yes, this this is such a non like non needed thing in the tech world. I mean, it's it, not needed. It's but. not needed at all. Just the whole purpose of tech was we were moving away from paper ink and all the we we're moving I away that from that every time i've needed a printer it's just cheaper to buy the whole printer yeah so i'll so I've thank done you for that. bringing that i've done that my whole life if i really needed to print off like 50 things yes. i just go buy a whole new printer thank you for bringing that up because a lot of people don't know the ink cartridges that you get in those starter printers are only half full mm-hmm. yeah that's why they're only like 40 dollars mm-hmm. you know how much ink by itself costs for a full cartridge it's like 60 yeah, yeah it's expensive it's, it is literally cheaper to be wasteful to the environment buy a cheap ass printer throw it away i bring it to best buy and i recycle it and then just buy another printer that that is more economically feasible it is it's or you just print at work yeah i do that too because they buy ink in bulk they don't go through hp's oh you can just rent your ink i call that an asshole tax (laughs) it's so dumb that's so i just want to bring that up boo hp you know you know better don't be one of these companies as nickel and diamond because you're not doing well for yourself they're like I think they, the last like 10 years, they've been like losing money. And they've only recently been making more because they've been essentially copying the MacBook design and making it look like a MacBook and selling it at Best Buy for like $300. Yeah, somebody told me today that they were on an HP and I just went, nah. Yeah, disgusting. And that's why you have a fatal error. Yeah, just, so I want to bring that to the world. If you buy a new printer and it's like, oh, hey, for $5 a month, you get as much ink as you want. No, there's a big a black ink asterisk. That says you're gonna be charged for like thirty pages. Like, it doesn't matter if it was a bad print. That's one page you've used up. HP does not distinguish between oh well this didn't this didn't error. That's just one printed page, so you lost one. That's mm-hmm. you're one of thirty. <laughs> so boo boo HP. Don't buy from them. If you're gonna buy a printer, I would recommend Brother. They're a good. I like their printers. But I'm not a printer guy anyway. I don't print. If I do, I do it at work. Sorry. I print the one page I print every like 18 months. <laughs> yeah, I'm like pro DocuSign all the way. Everything needs to be just Just digitize online. it. Digitize it. Uh, you know, I'm going to save this, this next one. I'll move it down to the bottom. So Tesla has a... They have a kind of like... So if you're not aware, most companies have like these bounty programs. They say, if you can find a bug, a security flaw in our system, you tell us and we'll pay you like, for a lot of these tech companies, they'll pay like a buttload of money. They'll give like $10,000 up to like a million to like, if you can really crack it because then they, they want to patch it and be like, okay, great. Here's, you saved us millions of potential error. We're going to give you like 10% of that. So t- model or, you know, Tesla is saying, if you can hack a model three, we will give you a model three. And a million dollars. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. So they're very confident in their security system. So yeah, that's that's uh that's worth looking into. Well yeah, right? They're yeah. they this is the perfect what's one million dollars to Elon Musk? What's one million dollars to Tesla? That's nothing. That is a rounding error on like a monthly form. Yeah. <laughs> that's nothing. That is comparative to like the plebes that we are. That's like losing like a dollar. 
that's nothing to know. But if you're like a competent person, yeah, a competent you black hat or white hat, stopped in your tracks for a million plus a Tesla. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you'd be willing to put like forty hours a week into like, okay, let's hack it like for a month. Yeah. And if I don't find figure it out, okay, cool, whatever, no yeah. big deal. But it's like a million dollars plus a Model Three. Yeah, Model Three is not like the most expensive. It's not a Model X. It's not going to be the Cyber Truck, but that's like a sixty thousand plus dollar car plus a million dollars. That's a hefty bounty. Yeah, it's a good bounty. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of bounties that I've ever seen in my career that's like a million plus dollars. Most I've never of them. Heard of it. The most I've ever seen was a hundred thousand, and I thought that was to hack and make sure you have security vulnerability. A hundred thousand yeah. dollars. Okay, that's pretty cool. So. The I other might, one I, I need to take that boot camp like we were talking about. Yeah. The one thing, the one, this next one is a little more, mm, a little sad, I'll say. So I just wanted to do an open table discussion. So as you guys know, there's, there's the, uh, the mass shooter and, you know, the government's asking or the government's asking Apple to unlock it, you know, have some kind of backdoor to unlock the phone. So as a very security conscious person, I say no, even though I understand the realization of you get into a shooter's, you know, this serial killer's phone, but that opens such a bigger Pandora's box. It sets precedent. Yeah, it sets precedent where it's like, I understand what we're trying to accomplish, and I don't like that they're trying to put the play on the emotions of, well, he killed people, and we need to get into his phone to figure out why. I think in this case, it just it's one of those just weird anomalies where it just happened. The guy just was unmental, like mentally unstable. He just wanted to put as much damage out there as possible. We really should just chalk it to that. And I we mean, shouldn't, is know. it ever really all that satisfying when you, you know, when you read what these people have written? I don't or, think so. I agree. I, I yeah. don't. I don't think that we learn all that Anything much more. from it. And it doesn't. There's. Yeah, I don't think it's like mapping a serial killer. Yeah, I don't senseless think killing is senseless killing. Yeah. And so that's why I just wanted to get your guys' opinions on the idea of Apple kind of having a stance saying, no, we can't, we can't unlock the phone because this just creates too much of a backdoor that everyone's privacy is now even co- more compromised than it has been in the, over the last 15 years, you know? And so, yeah, I think it's very, as a lot of you, if you guys have been listening to us for the last 13 episodes, I'm very pro Apple for a lot of things. And I'm a big pro-Apple for their security stance and saying we want to have security and privacy because your phone and all the data on there is your data. Well, aren't you related to Tim Apple? No, that's my dad. Oh. My dad knows Tim Apple. (laughs) But okay, so cool. We're on consensus. I'm not crazy here that you wouldn't be okay with the government forcing themselves to say you have to create a backdoor to open your laptop, your phone. No, like I mean, if, if, if they were, if, I don't know, I feel like if they were cooperative in it, that would be concerning as, a, as an end user. And I also feel like if they were, if they were subpoenaed and, and then turned it over um, in, in a way that was like a force, like a hostile, like, yeah. give us this info, that would also be alarming. Yeah. In, in either instance, because then where's the line? Yeah. Where's There's the, no line. Right. That the line is now just erased. Yeah. So, you know, again, it's not about hiding something is about knowing that this is my information and it's not just for anyone or any corporation to have it is mine unfortunately for our society and for the corporations that are out there there's not just another option there's just not an option to say 
you can't use Google, you can't use Facebook, you can't use iMessage, you can't use like that. Unfortunately, has just been so ingrained for good or bad that you're kind of stuck in that position. If you want to be able to easily contact someone, you kind of have to have a pretty modern phone. And the top three phone manufacturers are Apple, Google, and Samsung, or some variant of iOS and Android. That's just where the the case is right now. All right, so here's the one I want to really discuss. Uncle Joe Biden, piece of shit, called... called, I miss this. I don't even know what you guys are talking about. No, I don't know what the The headline was, he called game developers little creeps who who make titles that teach you how to kill. So he's wanting to blame video game violence for, like, shooter mass killings and all that. I'm just like, okay. I would have to thumb through his list of donors to figure out where the fuck that came from. He's just so, he's so out of touch. And this is why when Mr. Vegas and I got into this, we didn't want to go political, but this is just one of those situations where like video games does not cause violence. It just doesn't. Video games is not a direct relation to mass shooters or any, like there's a lot of other factors that come to play with like with Columbine because they were fucking bullied and they're just tired of it. They they got past that breaking point. Or for anyone who's mentally ill and wants to commit suicide but they don't want to actually kill themselves, right? So they have a cop kill them. That that's that's a very common occurrence. For Joe Biden, who wants to be president, or at least is running for it, for him to make like just these asinine comments. It's just like, did you do any research? Like there's they have been researching this. For like I think the last 25 years, ever since like Columbine and just trying to find a psychologist have been trying to find a correlation to say, yeah, if your kid plays violent video games while they're in their like eight to 15 years of age, it increases their percentage of violent outbursts, blah blah blah. But they've never they have not been able to find a correlation. There have been zero correlations, zero studies for over the last almost two decades to show it. And it's just like, yeah, I'll be honest, my mom and dad growing up would buy me m-rated games when i was like 12 or 13 because all my other friends were playing it so they're just like okay whatever just here's here's your stupid video <laughs> like they just thought of that as a stupid video game right mm-hmm. but it didn't make me more violent it didn't make me oh man you know what i feel like just getting a gun and going out into the park and doing this it's like no it's just like it's just fantasy it's make-believe it's just you get to be a war hero or you get to be in the space or you know space hero whatever the case is so yeah, this is just another Uncle Joe Biden just making no sense. Just like in one of his Democratic debates where he's like, yeah, you just turned the radio on for your baby. What? No one turns their radio on for their baby, dude. What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? Like, what is this, the 1930s? What the hell are you talking did about? Did he actually yes, say that? Yes, he did that. She's I don't like, think any of them say anything without it being some lobbyist plug. Like, I, I really don't. Oh, I think Joe Biden says quite a bit without it being a lobbyist plug. He's kind of he's, off the cuff in a bad, bad yeah, way. He's like 73 <laughs> years old. Like, I'm sorry. I need, I'm sorry. I need my commander in chief. I need my representative of the United States to be somewhat like all in here. And I'm pointing to my head. He needs to be all here. He can't be reminiscing of like, Oh man, I remember the 1940s so well. No, I need like I need you to get with the times. I need you to know how to work your phone and not have like a phone boy with you to do your texting for you because it's just too complicated. I need you to oh be competent. Oh, I, I had that. Think... I would have. I would have one of those if I had the chance. I don't think. Um, I don't think 
several of the top candidates could uh, can hold their <laughs> could own phone, hold their, hold their own phone, and unlock yeah. it, and you know, do what they need to. Yeah, yeah, no, no way. But anyway, the, like the <laughs> second to last debate, the number of times that Elizabeth Warren was saying "selfie" in the debate was really cringy. <laughs> It was like, ugh. yeah, no, thank you, Elizabeth Warren. No, I, I know how you feel about Elizabeth not my Warren cup too. of soup, right? I'm gonna wind up in the same spot I was last election and not vote for anyone, and then I'm just gonna complain a whole lot, and I don't know what to do about that. The only person you need to vote for is me. Is you? I'm gonna change the country around. We're not gonna have a presidency. It's gonna be a dictatorship. I'll be honest, but <laughs> think of it this way: everyone gets free Wi-Fi. Are you even old enough to run for president? Not yet. <laughs> there won't be any mass shootings because there won't be any Second Amendment. Yeah, just free Wi-Fi for everyone. No guns. When everyone gets free Wi-Fi, everyone's happy. Everyone gets free Netflix. I'm going to have a countrywide free Netflix account. If you talk bad about Kev- uh, President President Kevin, you just disappear. You just go to China. <laughs> go to internment camps. And then you come back, you're like, wow, That's Kevin's fun. the greatest man in the world. Thank you. Yeah. You get he doesn't re- fart. You, you get re-educated. And he doesn't sleep. Yeah. I, I golfed a perfect game twice, but no one was there, Everyone, but everyone knows it. Golfed a perfect game. <laughs> My dad came from the sun. Yeah. He has the sun and the earth, so, you know, no Your dad deal. is everyone, though. He's, he's, he's uh, <laughs> omnipresent. But, yeah, that's Tech Corner. Unless anyone else has any cool tech news, I just wanted to talk about those few things. Mainly because HP sucks. Joe Biden sucks. I feel like but I'm the cool thing buy... was Tesla. That was a cool thing. That was. A cool I know thing. you're gonna try and stop me, but I'm pretty no, sure I'm gonna buy. No, you don't need it. Like a wallpaper, OLED next you week. Don't need it. Do it. Okay, we're gonna talk about this really quick. So Cynthia here texted me. You know, I need I need to buy this TV, 77 inch OLED. And she's like, I'm gonna spend five thousand dollars. I'm like, no, you don't need to spend five thousand dollars on fucking TV. Oh, but I'm gonna game on it. No, you're not, because you don't game on a 77 inch TV that has a refresh rate of like 59 hertz. You get a 27 inch that goes up to 240 hertz. So it's really fast. But regardless, she wants to spend $5,000 and get this, you know, wallpaper OLED and just put it on her wall and make a little mini. Just no. Movie theater. It's you don't be need super it. Dope. You don't need it. Trust me. Now, if I were working like at Sears again and you bought that for me, that'd be cool. But I would say, oh, but you need to buy the protection plan because that's where you make my real oh, money. No. I, I, the guy at Best Buy yesterday was like, Salivating. exactly. And you need to Salivating buy for you that need protection. To buy the protection. You need the protection for five mm-hmm. years. And I told him where I worked and I told him that I was in tech support. And he was like, he was really scared to even drop that whole little like Yeah, he has a spiel. And I could see him, and I, I, I kind of did go off on him. I was like, "I'm no, I'm the one that troubleshoots everything in my house. Get away from me with that." I know more than you. Like smacked it out of his hand. But anyway. And then I was like, "Oh, and I need those AirPod Pro." You don't. You don't need a. You don't need a five thousand dollar OLED TV. I have to update to Catalina to get them to work with the computer, and I'm not doing that. Yeah. What? I'll flush them down the toilet. Well, you can just give it to me. I mean, you could return them. <laughs> yeah, you do, techni- you do technically have a 14-day return policy on AirPods Pro. But anyway, that is the Tech News Corner. We're going to get to my news segment called Uplifting News. We're going to end on a positive note. So the first one I want to talk about, we'll kind of segue from tech, is that Microsoft is pushing to be carbon, carbon negative mm. in hopes to eliminate 
its carbon footprint from the atmosphere by 2050. That, I think that's pretty cool, right? I think that's Microsoft. Awesome. Yeah, I think Microsoft. Over these last ten years, I've given a lot of props to Microsoft. They've really changed their culture around. They've changed who they are and what they're seen as. They're actually seen as kind of cool. They've done a lot of cool tech stuff. So I'm very optimistic that they actually keep to this 2050 plan because that's a hard thing to do to be carbon not carbon neutral carbon negative to remove all the stuff from they said since their founding in 1975 they're going to remove all that in and they have 30 years huh they have a plan yeah they have a plan yeah they they said mm. they're i didn't read a lot in depth because they're still saying you know this is all kind of more headliney but if they do say what they do and they're planning to do I think that's great. I think a lot of more companies need to go out here, especially tech companies. We're very carbon positive, right? We put a lot of carbon in the world. We're not very recycle friendly. A lot of mercury in our tech, right? It's just hard to recycle technology. So it's nice to hear Microsoft. Now they're more of a software company nowadays rather than hardware. But it's just nice to see that they're willing to say, you know what, we had, yeah, I think we all kind of made a goof back in the early 80s, 90s, and 2000s. We realized the climate is not going to fix itself as fast as we needed to. So let's see what we can do to help push that initiative forward. Hopefully in 2050, we see at least some positive, even if it's half of the removal, I think that's even just a good step. It's hard to say you're going to be carbon negative by 2050. That's just hard to do, but I'm more interested in renewables to be honest, but I, I wonder about the timing. I'm so pessimistic when it comes to this with them dropping that, that, that privacy, Mm-hmm. news i wonder because it was almost immediate yeah. it was like we're gonna be carbon negative i'm like are you trying to make up for the fact that like they just found a big hole in your privacy yeah no it's again it most likely is a result of that it's not there's always an agenda with these tech companies mm-hmm. because they are private corporations they really are about for the shareholders they need to make money blah 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 blah, blah. i get that but in all the world of the bad, the privacy stuff, the data leaks and all this other stuff. It's nice just to hear a company say something. We got to make, we got to do something better. Like we have to be better. Just that's my motto. We have to be better. It's not about being right. It's about doing right. Just do right. Just do what you can to fix the problems that you've created. Not, you know, not saying, not blaming Microsoft. China's got like a lot more problems with like fucking trash bags and trash islands and all this shit. And they're not even saying anything about that. So it's just nice to see like one of the bigger corporations because they're Microsoft and Apple are one of the top two. I think, yeah, I think Microsoft's like right at like a trillion dollar company. So they're right up there. They're a big company in the US. So only makes sense. And then to go across the pond, this next little uplifting news, Amsterdam is set to buy out debt to offer new start for their citizens so if you have educational debt or anything like that they're gonna buy it out get you a fresh start wow that's pretty cool wow that is super cool yeah i don't know all the financial logistics or what any things you have to meet in terms of like a qualifying like how much debt you have i don't think they're gonna be like oh you i you owe five thousand dollars you're gonna be debt free it's like yeah, just pay the $5,000 off, dude. Like, you can pay that off in, like, two months. Just <laughs> don't eat out for, like, two months. Eat ramen noodles every day, and you can pay off, like, $5,000 yeah, a day. Yeah, or you have to, like, go get sterilized. Something. I don't know. 
yeah, I'm, I'm super excited to see that they're willing to pay out student, you know, buy out student debt because you know school's expensive. Well, that yeah. even incentivizes is, people going to school too, so that's positive. Is school as expensive there? I don't really know. Comparative to to like the domestic schools in the U.S., no. Like their school programs are, it's still like expensive. I think it's mm-hmm. like expensive relatively because their taxes are high too. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of your mm-hmm. state taxes and all the country taxes are covering that, covering a lot of that. But it's still you have to pay something. It's not like free. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Any expense for that is stupid. Yeah. You should want. I don't know. You should want your youth to have a good opportunity to be able to excel and kind of, I don't know. No, I want the Wally world. I want all of us to have floating chairs to gain like 500 pounds, not even use our bones or muscles. I just want us to be blobs watching like an idiocracy. What's that? What's that TV show they watch? Like ball know. kickers, right? I'm going to have to watch <laughs> it again My now. balls hurt. <laughs> On my 77 inch OLED. Exactly. When it's a government recliners that are also toilets. Mm -hmm. That's the world we're going to. When they walk into Costco and he's like, Welcome Welcome to Costco. Costco. I love you. you." Hey, that is Costco. They tell me that every time I walk in there, it makes me feel special. We're going to go to Starbucks. (laughs) You know, I will say this. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I will say this, though. So I went to Starbucks over this last weekend. And I used to be a really big fan of Starbucks. I liked a lot of their drinks. I was just like, you know. I can go to McDonald's and get a nice coffee for like a dollar cheaper. And it really, to me, tastes the same. I, I really find no difference in quality for an iced coffee from Starbucks or Scooters or wherever else. I'm just going to go to the cheapest one. I just am. I'll even go to Quick Trip. I love Quick Trip. I'll just go there to get iced coffee. I feel like the atmosphere is nicer if you need to sit and work or meet with someone. But I agree. I don't see like the actual coffee itself i think is garbage but i can't say that in front of mr c he will strangle me it's all about the atmosphere the cool hip you know because i can't think of anyone who goes really to a coffee shop anymore i just really don't i'll go every once in a while to like hang out with a friend so that we're not having to be at like our own homes sure and like like you're being out yeah yeah Mm -hmm. which is fine i get that there's a really nice coffee shop up at Family Tree Nursery. Family Tree Nursery. Go to a few times you walk in the door. The oh yeah, yeah, shop yeah. Right mm-hmm. to the right. Yeah. And then you can go sit back in the nursery. They have like benches and yeah. stuff set up. It is absolutely fantastic. Highly recommended if you're into coffee shops. You know, yeah. I don't think I'm like the '90s friend. You know, Central Perk kind of scene where I'm not going to be there for like three hours, but I'll be there for like ten minutes, fifteen, just to like rest, and then be off on my way. I don't know. Yeah. When I used to work from home, it was a nice break from being in here. Oh, yeah. No. So, okay. We'll use that as a perfect example. If you work at home, obviously being anywhere other than where you work, live, sleep, eat is going to be a nice change of scenery, right? But obviously in our work environment, we get a drive, we get coffee anyway. And it's good coffee. It's decent coffee. What do we have? We have Casey. Community. Community roast and Casey something. It's not the roastery. It's not roastery, but it's like Casey something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Our coffee's okay. It's okay. There's I've nothing... actually given it up out of the machine, I but when the barista comes on oh, Fridays, on Fridays. Yeah. I do that. But the... So then what do you drink then? Just water or juice? At work? Yeah. Without um, the coffee machine. I do tea. 
Okay, that's yeah. fine. Hot water, tea bag, mm-hmm. whatever. I would pay somebody a dollar to bring me a coffee. They do. They, they no, actually to my desk. They could. <laughs> you could give. You can give his name, me and the barista Kevin, our friends. You could just ask him. Here's a dollar. Can you just deliver it to me? Yeah, but I don't even want to walk over there to order it. Like I want an app. Well, see, we you're just asking way too much. Okay, we're a startup tech company. We can't spend that kind of moolah. If you chat message me, I will bring you a coffee Can you for tell free. To just come bring me <laughs> coffees, and I'll give him a dollar. Just just send me a message. I will just tell me your order. I'll bring you one every Friday. <laughs> yep, exactly. But all right, guys, um, we are going to end this podcast because, yeah, no one else watches sports other than me, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Mr. C doesn't watch basketball. Jeff doesn't really watch basketball. You know, I'm going to talk. You know what? Last segment It's going to go back to sports now. And we're going to watch. He loves basketball. So the UFC fight with Conor McGregor, whoever betted against Conor, which is stupid. This is just a setup game, a setup fight for him to get back into to set up for the Mayweather fight again. Mayweather 2.0. This is the Mayweather fight all over again. Anyone who thought Conor was going to lose was just they don't watch enough sports to understand how this whole system works. So anywho, we'll see you guys next week. Um, next week is the Pro Bowl. The week after is the Super Bowl. Make sure you get your plans ready because if you want to go to a restaurant, if you want to go to a sports bar, you better have like reserved a seat now because all of those places are going to be packed and they're going to be packed for the entire day. But if you want to order wings, maybe go to Wingstop. Applebee's got a pretty good wing. DoorDash. No, no DoorDash. No DoorDash. Okay, you know what? We talked about this before. Why in the hell are people ordering from like Instacart, DoorDash, Grubhub? This is crazy to me. You're gonna pay some. You're gonna pay someone else. Not even the. Not even the company. The restaurant you're ordering from. You're gonna pay some random person a six dollar delivery fee. That's not the tip. That's just the delivery fee. Plus the food delivery or food tax. Plus whatever food you. Because most of the food on the menus on Grubhub and all that are actually more expensive than like the native menu on their menu. Mm-hmm. This makes this makes no sense to me. Why are you get in your fucking car, drive the five minutes or ten, and go pick up your food? Well, if you're so, hangry, so I don't. Yeah, plus it takes a long time. Yeah, most <laughs> it of them takes are like kind 40, of a long time. Most are like 40, 50 minutes. And so, I am a big fan of like getting whatever app of whatever place you're going to order from mm-hmm. and like ordering it online so that then I can skip the line and walk mm-hmm. in and grab my food and yeah. go. But yeah, I've never done. Well, I, I think one time in a snowstorm I did. Oh yeah. No, do I a door yeah, dash or a I did grub. No, I told, or I put in the notes. I said, if you will deliver, I'll give you a $40 tip. Yeah. I, I told gave them. her a great yeah, tip. I was like, I know you're driving the snow. I know this is a shitty position. I know what I'm doing is wrong. It's not a great thing to do, put you in, but I will pay you $40. I'll pay you four times the amount for a goddamn cheeseburger yeah. <laughs> to be delivered to my door, at least to my front step, and I'll give you a nice tip. But if it's, like, nice out, even if, when it was icy on, yeah. what was that, Thursday, when it was really icy, I still just drove out and just got my food because mm-hmm. I don't want to pay... My meal originally is going to cost me $13. I don't want to end up paying $27 for a $13 meal. I'm sorry. That's just crazy to me. It just blows my mind the amount of money people are willing to spend for quote-unquote convenience. So. Well, I I just assumed everybody tips the same amount. 
when I get pizza, I usually tip about five bucks. And, and wait, hold on, hold on. But how much pizza are we buying here? Is it twenty five dollars worth of pizza? Because then that would make sense. That's twenty percent. Yeah. yeah, I usually I usually get like two pizzas. Okay. It's usually about twenty five dollars worth of pizza. Okay, so five dollars twenty percent. Okay, cool. That's good. Well, then I found out that Mr. C was tipping them a dollar, and I almost strangled them. <laughs> okay, so there's a level of like. I'm not a big fan of the whole idea of tipping just from like a financial sense because shouldn't the restaurant be the one paying for your salary and paying for they your, should. they should and like it's okay if so here's what I'll say I'm okay if my food cost goes up three or four dollars if that means you're getting a payable wage or a livable wage yeah. I'm like totally okay with that but people like to blow it into perspective of like no the food would go up like ten dollars you only pay ten dollars more yeah, I am because I'm probably dropping 25 plus for a tip if it's like a nice restaurant or in some cases if I go to a steak steakhouse it's like $200 in tips. Like steak and shake? No, like a steak I know, house, I'm joking. you know. <laughs> like That's the thing. It's like, like if tea if if restaurants want to increase their food costs and be like, "Hey, we're just letting you know the food's going to go up 30%." Okay, fine. That's fine. What's 30% of a $12 steak? Not that much. Mm-hmm. It's three dollars something and change. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. But that just means I don't have to tip. Great. I don't want gratuity, even if it's like a gratuity. Oh, if it's a party of six or more, there's automatic gratuity. Okay, just you're doing your job, right? They've done studies that say if you do or don't tip, you're still getting kind of the same shitty service for a lot of places. So why Although, tip? I don't know. We get pretty good service here. I mean, for the most part, like. So give me a good example. Like I'm not talking like a mid-range restaurant, like a what's the site like Garozzo's, right? It's not like a Garozzo's Italian. Like I feel like that's like a mid-range restaurant. Mm-hmm. So like, what fancy restaurant are we talking where you get like great service? Well, I actually wasn't talking about that. What I was talking about more was when people talk about, you know, in other countries, oh. that that there's just not this level of hey. Let me refill I really your water. want to help you. I, you know, I, I really want you to feel like I did a great job. I don't know. There's like a little bit of that, like. But is that more of the Midwest? Um, hospitality. Hospitality. Maybe it is. Because Maybe I feel like is. the Midwest is very much that level of. We're just nice. Like, yeah. there's a politeness to it. Mm-hmm. But if you go anywhere else, like New York, the coast. Cynthia, you can talk more about this. You probably won't get that same level of hospitality in New York. Yeah, forget about it. Yeah. In <laughs> California, it really isn't that way either. Yeah, I guess when we've gone out to, like, San Francisco, it, I mean, you don't get, like, the over-the-top sure. nice, but they're still, it's just a neutral. still nice. Yeah, it's just like, hey, you want water? Cool. Yeah, speaking of tech, they've replaced waiters and waitresses with, with iPads. Yep. Good. Or you can just walk up to the counter and order your bowl of ramen, but you're not talking to someone and they're not refilling your water. Yeah. I'm very much okay with that. Yeah. And people like chastise me for saying, oh, you're, oh, for automation? Like, yes. The whole point of technology is to automate the jobs that really no one wants to do. Yeah. It, that's really as simple as it gets. We talked about this in, I think, in episode six. So I talked about in Las Vegas, the Caesars and a lot of these like big time casinos replaced most of their bartenders with robotic arms. You just go up to, they're available 24-7, 365. They never have to take a lunch break. They never have to take a sick day, whatever, whatever. It's just a robotic arm in the ceiling with all the alcohol and the cups and the glasses. 
Beep, 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 beep. Oh, I want a martini with this. Okay. Robot arm does it. Here you go. You don't have the tip. <laughs> and they found, like, the return on investment for a lot of these robot arms was, like, a year. Wow. Return on investment in one year? Because you don't have to shut down. It's Vegas. Why would you ever shut down a bar? Yeah. You just have to replace the liquids. Just all hoses and everything. Just, there you go. Vodka, Grey Goose. Okay, cool. Here you go. Robot arm. Pay your nine dollars for rum and coke which i'm still kind of pissed off at three years later going to fucking <laughs> vegas i'm like nine dollars what the fuck yeah as soon as you step off the floor it's it's nine ten bucks and it's yeah. stupid and i asked them for a coke you know what they charge me five dollars yeah fucking coke because you're not coke. Kind of a slot machine you're not putting in i know hundreds of dollars it's just a coke why are you charging me five dollars it doesn't taste much better it's not mcdonald's coke i'll just go <laughs> you know fine i'll just go to the cvs down the down the strip I'll get like a pack of 20 or a pack of 12 and just. It just goes to show you that those free drinks aren't free. Oh, yeah, they're not. No, they're not. No, Vegas doesn't offer like we have here in our wonderful casinos self serve soda machines. We could. Dude, okay. I was having self serve. I haven't actually. I've only been to like Harrah's, but for a concert. Yeah, so you didn't actually go on the <laughs> I, floor. I never went on the floor, although the, the drinks there mm-hmm. were way cheaper than yes. like at a regular bar mm-hmm. um, yeah that like here's what i love about kansas and the midwest as a whole is that almost like 80 percent of the casinos in this region mm-hmm. like are self-serve you can get whatever drink you want like like soda or water coffee tea whatever mm-hmm. so like even the drinks if you're like playing at a table or you're playing at a slot and like a waitress comes around oh what do you want oh i'll take a bacardi and whatever okay cool They'll come back like three minutes later. Here you go. You just get like three dollars. Yeah. And usually, like, yeah, you'll obviously pay for it. You get like a ten dollar chip. Here you go, and then whatever else. It's just like wow. super cheap. Yeah, it's super cheap. Yeah. It's like two fifty or something mm-hmm. stupid. Yeah. yeah. I I love playing at the casinos here, and like when I go out to other places, it's a very just weird like, what what kind of world am I in where there's no free soda? Like soda is mm-hmm. nothing. <laughs> I was pissed on New Year's. They made us pay for the champagne for the oh really yeah well, and it usually is free yeah, usually free they just come around here you go everyone just <clears throat> take it was one. like two dollars a piece this year and i was like mm, maybe they're hurting what well you did go to argosy yeah and I, well I've, I've been to like all yeah. of them for new year's but no i prefer going to hollywood yeah now now granted they're actually they're both they're the same casino the parent company is the same casino i think it's uh caesars that owns both of them but i think we talked about this so when hollywood was being opened at the legends you know, I think there was like a like a thirty million like build or something like that for the casino, and they made all their money back in one month. What? Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah, they made all their money back in one really? month. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Isn't I did that not crazy? Know that. Isn't that crazy how much that money casinos make? Just oh, here's a fifty million dollar construction project. Oh yeah, we're we want to throw up. We're we're <laughs> cash positive in one month. Cool. They were saying on average, most people go to a casino and they lose one hundred and twenty five dollars. And I had to Google this because my brother in law won over four grand on New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. and I wanted to know how often that happens. Mm-hmm. And it's never. It's never. It's like right? once a dinner, once a lunch, once a breakfast. Like that just doesn't happen. Mm. I'm in very different circles because my family apparently wins all the time. So well, you're just a winner. You're a bread winner. You're there. Just you go. I hate winning. bread, Cynthia. How dare you? I'm gluten intolerant. Okay, fucking hate bread. <laughs> can't eat rice. Can't eat noodles. How dare you? 
insert Greta Thunberger gif. I'll make you <laughs> some well, some of those um, vegetable noodles. Oh yeah, where like you just get like a cucumber and you just like spin it on this like device yeah. and it makes like yeah. Yeah, we'll just do that. I think you mean a zucchini, but yes. Well, like yeah, zucchini. No, any you can vegetable. do it. With, you can do it with like cucumbers or carrots I think or so. yeah. You can do it with know. any vegetable. I don't that's, cook. I don't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, isn't no that idea. crazy? The Hollywood Casino made their money back in like one month. That's crazy. Which is why I want to open a casino, because if they can make their money back in one month, like okay, it's not. Here's my plan. You want to get rich, you just get a like small investment of like twenty million dollars. You just buy some nice land because there's a lot of land in Kansas, a lot of just empty grass and do that. Really, just make it look nice. Just make it look nice. A good example of a casino not looking nice is the Flamingo slash Isle Capri. That is like a dirty ass casino. And like I don't think I've been to that one. We should go we should go do it. Isle Capri. We should go do it and then do like a review on it. No, Aquapri sucks. They do. Like, they're so bad. Like, it's just, like, it's just a bad casino. Like, I'd, I would prefer if they'd actually, like, close down the Isle Capri slash Flamingo is what it used to be. Just close it down and just build a new casino. I've heard that people go there when they're suicidal. Like, that's just all I Probably. It's on the water. That's the, it's on the water. People jump off the roof. Like, yeah. I've literally heard that. Yeah. But like you just build a nice looking you get marble, you put you you don't skimp on making it look expensive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But make it look nice. Like mm-hmm. you gotta make when people come in, glitz, glamour, the lights, all like you gotta make it look pretty. You gotta make you them feel stay. Yeah, you wanna yeah, you gotta have a minimum, you have to have a hotel attached to it and a spa. Mm-hmm. And you gotta give people comps. Mm-hmm. Oh hey, big spender, you spend a thousand here you go. Here's a free three room night. Stay. And poached eggs. And then they lose all their money i'm not gonna feel bad about it you were up a thousand dollars you didn't you didn't leave i'm okay if you lose it all yeah and maybe lose another 500 just on top whatever right that's how you get your money you get the big whales coming in you have a nice breakfast a nice buffet you have a nice steakhouse like it's not hard to make a nice casino you have to really try to be like cheap to cheapen on a essentially money printing business which is why it bothers me that Donald Trump went bankrupt with his casino in Vegas. Like, how do you do that? That's You're just a bad businessman if you go bankrupt in Vegas. It might have been deliberate. <laughs> well, maybe. I don't know. I don't know either. He, he did write the book on the art of the deal. So, you know, hard for me to discredit the guy who's a deal maker. Yeah, and he handed also... it out to the people after he signed his bankruptcy <laughs> papers. Yeah, was... <laughs> I got it. I got it. I got it. He walked around and acted like it was a book signing. Here, you mm-hmm. want me to sign this? Here you go. Here's your book. <laughs> My bestseller. I got a fat check from, from Uncle Donald. Not. Did you? No. You had a big fat check from Uncle Donald? No, I feel like people are just waiting like for, for him to cut them checks. And it's like, if you but just why? keep singing his praises, it's not going to happen. But why? Why would, why would he get... You don't make billions of dollars giving free money away. No, but I feel like that's the logic that I've met from a lot of people. Yeah, maybe. In rural America. I don't know. Just, they, they feel, I don't know. It's just creepy. Yeah, people are weird that yeah, they expect someone. Alert, Donald's not going to give you any money. The only one who is going to give you money, Andy Andrew Yang. Yang. Hashtag Yang Gang. He's going to give you a universal basic income called the freedom tax. $1,000 a month. He's my boy. I'm I'm being 100% serious. Andrew Yang is my boy. Voting for him 100%. He's my guy. You'll have to sell me on that because I, I know nothing. I've been 
too busy to pay attention. Okay, do you want another time? Do you want a child pedophile in Joe Biden, or do you want Donald Trump, who is the worst deal maker in the history of deal makers? Is this what we have? Is yeah. This what we have? There's no one else. So, is there anyone okay. else that's going to step out of a time machine and be like, "I'm Andrew, here"? Andrew Yang is our is our savior. So let's talk a little <laughs> bit about this. I I actually love Andrew Yang. I, I do. Um, but I was talking with another friend and he brought up the point that um who what's what's their name just give me give me their last name are they what 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 heritage <laughs> do they work at our company he he does not work at our company okay didn't just say his um, name no i'm not gonna say his name it's not gonna reach to this person just give us like the first so, letter <laughs> um so we'll call him jay it's and jay. fuck you jay talking bad shit about my boy no he wasn't really talking bad shit about your boy but the thing <laughs> let me sound just a little more white as i say that um your boy. yeah boy <laughs> <laughs> but what he was saying was that the the universal income what's it called the ubi the ubi um sounds like something you have inserted in your vagina it that does sound like that but that's why it's called the freedom tax the freedom dividend which i love the idea but he was saying it's not enough money to like pull somebody out of poverty and that's true like but andrew but here's the thing andrew yang has never said it's about pulling you out of poverty it's about giving you the freedom to be able to so like let me rephrase it this way right okay the ubi is not for you to say oh, I can quit my job and live on this $1,000 dividend because that's only $12,000 a year. But then, so right now, the way that like a lot of the social programs work. So for example, if you if you give somebody $1,000 above and beyond, you know, what what they have right now, that's going to make it so that people no longer are eligible for their WIC Nope. Their their Medicaid. Nope. Andrew has talked about this. He has talked about this. Yep. Okay. So Tell if me you more about it. so like the freedom dividend is not just going to go to every single person. Okay. So like for example, if you have social security and you make like your social security checks like three thousand dollars a month. Okay. You can choose to either keep your three thousand or take UBI. So that's an option. So okay. if you have zero type of any like social security or whatever the case is, you but can like, take the UBI. But what if the so. But then how will that benefit the poor? So as far as... But again, so you have to to frame it as this is not to get people out of like poverty. It's not to like... So it's obviously going to help the homeless who do have zero money, right? Right. No, I get that. But it's not supposed to be like, hey, you off the street, you can now buy a house. I'm, that's not the point of the UBI. Just the put UBI. That money and but, like shut on. the grid off and make people have to fend. No, for shut themselves. up, crazy old woman. So what the hell I'm, are you talking about? I'm specifically okay. talking about like the working poor. So like people who are right on the cusp, you know, who like for example, their children are on Medicaid. They're getting all of their all of their healthcare expenses get paid for for the kids. Sure. But then, but that's not to say UBI takes away your Medicare or Universal well, Health. Well, but Medicaid has like a a spending limit and you'd have to change all the laws to be able to so so like if you make above i think it's 185 percent of the poverty line Mm -hmm. 
if you make above that, you do not qualify for Medicaid. But like the benefit, like but that, the, the but amount that you're paying, but, that you would have to pay to like get but healthcare here's, coverage. But here's the problem that you're instituting. You're trying to fit a puzzle that doesn't fit in the whole grand scheme of things, right? UBI okay. is not the only platform that Andrea Yang is on. Sure, There's sure. other platforms that, so the idea of like universal healthcare plays into that as well. So you're trying to fit this puzzle piece from his one platform to fit into the current puzzle piece. Okay. That doesn't work. Right. I just, so, you no, know, no. I don't want to leave oh, no, no. people behind. No, I know. And that's what Andrew Yang is also. So Andrew Yang has, and I, I actually have this saved on my desktop. These are the Yang gang values. Okay. So I'm just going to read this off because really I am team Yang. I help the local Kansas, you know, associate for Yang. Okay. So Sweet. our first core value is humanity first. Mm-hmm. integrity and transparency abundance grace and forgiveness not left or right before thinking food rash math like for us the yanging the core values are you know what what is the metric for like um uh the metric used for like count or for countries right so if you have like a high what is it um Oh, I'm forgetting the term. GDI or something. I was going to say GDB or... Yeah, something... It's one of those, like, markers where it's, like, you make... Like, the country has so much money per capita, whatever that metric is, right? Mm -hmm. That's not an actual filter or an actual metric to, like, see how we're doing as a country, as a society. Like, we have to have different metrics, right? The UBI also... you You can't also piece it and scope it to, like, the working class poor... But you have to also look at it as mothers or fathers who stay at home. Sure. Like their value as a country is zero, right? Right. Well, at least with a UBI, right? The idea is that, no, your value is that if you and your husband or wife get an extra $2,000 a month, right? That helps to just reduce the stress of like, well, what if our car breaks down? Well, not a big deal. You have $2,000 that can help to reduce the amount of like, a replacement transmission or to replace the tires or to help pay for daycare mm-hmm. or to put this money towards, you know what people they've found studies that like, if you get 2000, you know, you get extra money a month and we're not talking like 10,000 extra a month. That's not what the UBI is. Sure. But it's to say, if you could have an extra thousand dollars a month, what do you think you could do with that money? Yeah. You could do the safe route and be like, Oh, well I would just, you know, use it to pay my debt, my credit cards, whatever. Okay, or that's it, totally fine. But you can like also would... use it for saying, like, I want to give back to my community. I want to use this money to, like, help the shelters. I want to help the, you know, the church. And I want to put it towards, like, putting it towards my business and being more financially independent or starting your own company. Like, there's a lot of, like, it gives you the freedom to actually make your own decisions and not be dependent on, well, I can't make this risk because... Mm-hmm. I can't move in. I can't leave this company. And that's also what he talks about with his universal basic in, or uh, healthcare. It's like, if you leave your job, a lot of people don't leave their jobs because the healthcare is just too good. Like they just can't lose that. Right. But with the Andrew Yang, he's saying, no, like you should be able to move between jobs because your mental health is important. And if you're deteriorating your mental health because of this one little aspect of our society, which is healthcare, mm-hmm. that's not a good metric. So, like, it's not just, and yes, for the political sphere to have this one catchy little thing, you know, he's known as the 
thousand dollar a month guy. Right. right. But he has a lot of other platforms. And again, and and I'm I've also, listened to him before yeah. too, and I I I really do like him. I like what he has to say. Yeah. Um, you know, I just I feel sometimes worried because, I mean, we saw with with Barack Obama, like one person can get so much done in the short period of time that they have. Sure. You know, and so. And here's what I'll say, just more so, because he fits in line with a lot of other things for me that. I agree with him with the idea of Mm -hmm. automation. Like we should not be afraid of automation, but we should also look at it as we need a, like a good example. This is why like, I'm such a big fan of him because he thinks about all the people in the Midwest who are forgotten We're we are what's called the flyover States. Mm -hmm. People fly over us and we're we're kind of forgotten. Well, what is the number one job for most people in the Midwest? It'd surprise you. It'd be truck drivers. Yeah. Yeah, It is. I was going to say it is truck drivers. Yeah. It is truck drivers. But yeah, truck so, drivers makes more sense. Think of it this way. Amazon, BMW, Apple, all these like big tech companies are in the space of automation in terms of automated driving. They already have trucks that they're testing right now mm-hmm. to be able to drive for a person. And they have a remote location. So when you drive like through like Colorado or like these really icy roads, there's a command center of someone who takes control and remote drives the car. So that's already the bridge for the automated trucks. So that accounts for, I think, 40% of the job market are truck drivers. So if you eliminate 40% of those truck drivers, how do you reassimilate them into the society? The UBI would be a good way to bridge that gap of income to say, okay, we can't save your job. Realistic, we can't save it. That is just technologists moving too fast that we just can't save that job type because a lot of truck drivers as well are usually non-high school GEDs that didn't get their high school diplomas. So how do you, you know, people say in our business, oh, just learn how to code. Just learn how to code. Coding will get you the job and payment. You know how many coders there are in the U.S.? It's 8% of our jobs. So only less than 10% of people can really code realistically. That's why there's such a big brain drain to find coders outside the u.s so now you're telling me i need to try and teach a 65 year old truck driver recursion logic how to create like learn a second language at 65 that's like that's really hard like that's almost impossible that is completely (laughs) impossible yeah so by having some way to bridge that gap where you're not like completely worried where you have some way to like survive and kind of make your bills a little bit that's like that that's a bridge on top of everything else below they can it. sell spandex online and so that's the idea you, you want to the next common job outside of truck drivers what is retail it? stores cashiers Oof. you know how fast those are going already yeah i do know how fast those are going look at walmart five years ago you never saw a automatic checkout now they're at every single walmart They've reduced their workforce by a third at Walmart's already. Well, a lot of people with IVRs and stuff, they, I was I watched a review or, some, I don't know, some sort of news segment the other day where they were saying that there's a lot of women mm-hmm. who are finding their, themselves unemployed because there's not as many admin assistants because mm-hmm. of automation. There's not um, the need for people answering the phones because of automation. Know, automation with IVR yep. or whatever. But, like, there's 
and and I and I really the way that they were spinning it, it was like they made these women sound like they weren't doing a whole lot anyway. But well, it's not that they're doing it, but like your job can be completely streamlined is the key word here to go faster because look at the inefficiency of someone picking up a phone. Hello, th- welcome to company name. How can I transfer you? Boop 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 boop. Okay, hang up. Do that a million different times in a yeah. year when I can just be like. Hi, welcome to company name. Please plus one for billing. Beep. Okay. Yeah, now somebody's gone. Yep. It's like 30 seconds max. So, again, I'm not trying to persuade people because that's not the point of it. It's just to give you a different ideal that, for me, Andrew is a entrepreneur. He's a self-made, you know, businessman that really is an actual businessman, but he's also forward-thinking. He looks at the data and he looks at what are the root causes of problems? He also talks about how we have other problems that are, we have the highest levels of depression, addiction, drug use, suicide attempts. Yeah, that but, whole you know, our, our country's, you know, money indicator shows that we can make, so we, are, we are such at a high level of making money, but we're also the most depressed, more anxiety. We have the highest levels of anxiety. And all this and, you know, poor mental health. So like he looks at it as it's not just money that's the indicator, but we have to improve the you know, the people that live here and improve every aspect of their lives first. Kinda like what is that, the most uh pyramid of need, right? You have to have like food, water, shelter, and then you go to the next tier and you have, you know, you need to have some fulfillment in your life and then you go to the next tier and you have like, so you have to meet all those minimum requirements before we can say we're like doing well as a country. So that's what he's looking at. He's not just looking at going backwards in the 1950s like Donald Trump did because that's what he kind of rallied himself on. Make he did it, run on that. Yeah, like we'll go back. We're going to turn, we're going to bring jobs back and do, no, no one wants to make fucking steel and cars and no one wants to do that. But he got a lot of people to believe in that. But we have to start thinking more forward as a society. I was listening to a news story actually about the opioid epidemic. Mm -hmm. And one of the experts that they had on said that he thought very much so that one of the problems was that people didn't feel like they had a purpose anymore. Especially in some of our flyover states here that they, you know there are fewer jobs and the jobs that there are are very menial and not that, you know, I think this was, this was in some place that had a big, um, that had a big coal mine that had shut down. And, um, he was like, yeah, I mean, my dad died young, but without that, I mean, people are dying young now too, but it's just because they have nothing. They have no, no hope. Mm-hmm. And no hope that anything is really going to get any better. And so they're basically dying yeah. for they're just a different dying. reason. Yeah, they're just, they have no will to live. Yeah. That's where it comes down to. Yeah. And so, yeah, again, it's not to, we, we, we said this on podcast three, me and Jeff, this is not to be a political, but I am team Yang. I, I believe in his core values. I believe that what he says is not, he doesn't have the right answers for everything. That's, that, that's a big thing. That's a big breath of fresh air is that he's he does say i don't have the answer to everything but we can look at like the data and take this look at it analytically and be like what can we do as a solution to find the root cause and like solve for that root cause not fix the symptoms find the root cause and fix it from there so that's what 
what speaks to me very analytically is, yeah, like people aren't mad at each other because of X, Y, or Z. They're mad because they don't have any fucking security in their life. And they're mm-hmm. fucking worried that they won't have a meal. They won't have a home. That's why we have to have... round everybody up and sterilize them and give them a lobotomy so they don't think anymore. And then we'll all be safe. Ta-da! So again, I do want to live in the world of Wally, where I not can just endorsing live a... Cynthia's plan. Yeah. <laughs> no, Sin Sin's always got crazy plans. Sin Sin, twenty twenty four. We're gonna we're gonna drop off on this last point. So Cynthia, like a month ago, was telling me, you know what we should do? We should just have no lights anymore. What? She's like, yeah, we should just have no lights anymore. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? No lights? Yeah, because it's killing the bats. What? Yeah, like the bats are like, it ruins their natural habitat. So like they can't get the fruit flies or the, the bugs or whatever because it's just, it's too close to the lamb. So I was just like, okay, so then how the fuck do we fucking drive at night? Oh, we'll just have this heads up display that's just night vision. What? So you're just gonna have, <laughs> what? So we're just gonna have night vision in our, head up heads up yeah, displays in our cars and sell it. it's genius no it's not because i don't give two fucking shits about the bats no because well if you care about the environment you fuck have the to bats <laughs> fuck the environment the they're part of the kill the turtles <sighs> put put the little nets that you get from the six packs thrown in the ocean and the reason this came up is because <laughs> the town that i live in was replacing all of the, the street lights with special light bulbs because it was killing all the bats it was killing bats Fuck the lights. Just get night vision yeah, goggles. See, but that does that is not the solution to get night vision goggles embedded <laughs> into your brain. Just fucking put the chip no, in there. No, to put it in a car. No, face. we talked about this. You said you wanted to put it into cars first. So I was like, okay. So now you have to do a buyback program to buy all your cars back. No, we just roll it retro, out six years from now. Retrofit all the old cars with these fucking heads up night vision glass. I don't know how the fuck you're going to do it. Oh, but... You know, we'll save the bats and we'll save the birds. You put a million million dollar bounty out there, people will do anything. Here's how we fix all (laughs) the problems. You get self-driving cars. That's it. Self-driving cars? Just put on a rail system. Just Magnets. Magnets or something. Then you don't even need need lights because if everyone's in a self-driving car, the cars are smart enough to know where all the other cars are. You don't need lights. I already came up with this idea, but I haven't... Yeah, I don't know where we're going to get enough Elon, if you want to hire me, I'm an idea man. I want to be on Shark Tank and be best friends with Mark Cuban. We're going to make the world better. I got a million ideas. I just don't got the funding. Or unless you want to give, like, if an angel investor is listening. opens up his casino. Oh, yeah. Once I open my casino, fuck it. I got all the money I want. <laughs> I don't need, I have no fucking problems opening, like, 15 casinos being a mogul. We don't, know, we don't need him. We're going to make merch. I ain't going to make merch on the kansas city knockoff yeah shirts. i know my brother the, the no the, here's the designer was like i ain't touching that with here's what i'm gonna say it's totally legal and no. you have no original ideas and then you poo-pooed all over my life first off your whole okay this is gonna be a last we're gonna cut it right at the two hour mark here's what i want to say about your brother-in-law he's a fucking idiot oh it's super illegal what's super illegal about making a red shirt with gold lettering 1969 can i just do that yeah like there's nothing illegal about making a shirt in bulk purchasing it we're not using the nfl's logo we're not using the chief's logo it's we're not using anything intellectual property yeah it's that's 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 the it's not an original thought it has so to be what? an original thought or it has to be a parody you have to be making fun of it or it has to be original no or you just make a really good shirt like we did in lawrence and other college universities that had non-university specific shirts yeah. that were like 
hill yes you know like hell yes and i showed him like 20 yeah. examples and he was like yeah those people just haven't gotten caught and it doesn't matter to them and i'm like oh, i'm big. pretty God, sure rubble. i'm not even gonna be as big as these people i'm showing you i just want to sell some shit on the just in the parking local, lot yeah out of my like car. sorry we're not gonna we're not gonna go to like the nfl and be like hey you should buy our idea of a t-shirt yeah i'm talking about for selling one this team to, like, my friends and their spouses for a very regional football team yeah, he's not an idea man, okay? You can just shut that shit down. Yeah. He's not Fuck an idea you, man. Dumbass Henry. <laughs> Fucking idiot. What the fuck does he know? He ain't he ain't a millionaire like me. He ain't making the big money ideas. He doesn't, know he doesn't dream. He doesn't dream big. Not this is a any. dreamer podcast. You gotta dream big. Yep. If your idea is making twenty thousand a year living on the government cheese get the fuck out of here Fucking this is not the bitches this is not the podcast for you we're here to make money we're here to make you money i'm nine and one in the postseason we are hustlers next year 2020 football we're gonna make you guys boo bucks boo and but lots anyway, of merch yeah let's go ahead and this is like the third time i try to wrap this up but uh yeah chiefs titans game or uh chiefs san francisco game super bowl uh tech news we had some uplifting news, and then we talked a little political, but we didn't get all Fox News, you know. Mm-hmm. What's we, that? What's that one with the? Who's news. who's that one guy? That's crazy. That one guy. All that's of them? crazy. Uh, the one. Uh, was it? Uh, no, Infowars. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Alex Jones. Alex Jones. We ain't doing no Alex Jones. The frogs are turning gay because of the water. <laughs> we ain't doing that. That's the well. Okay, hold on. Lizard hold people? on. Cynthia may be doing that. I could saying like we have to fucking turn off all the lights to save the bass that's just crazy we need to sterilize no, a large see, portion she of wants country. to like euthanize the fucking doing not all euthanize this them sterilize no them. She's, we can euthanize <laughs> a she few wants of them. she wants to euthanize them <laughs> yeah that's what she's there saying there are some dangerous yeah but anyway we didn't go we're me and bb are not alex jones Infowars. we're like npr there we go except we're not bought by facebook that's the nazi part of me except like the, there's that, some that, cussing yeah yeah well we keep we keep it real that's why it's called the bakery we we spin yeah. off you know hot takes that's the whole go. point of the bakery yeah i like it but anyway i'm kevin guys we have bb here we have cynthia mr c's working on his uh what is that one imperial star destroyer we'll have to get a picture it's pretty cool yeah he's uh what you're about what two-thirds of the way done now mr c Six hundred thirty-five out of nine hundred. So I was close, two thirds. Two thirds. Yeah, I was two thirds. A fucking book. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, I think we'll use that as one of our podcast images once it's actually done. It'll be pretty cool. I'm gonna buy a display for it. So very cool. Oh yeah, that'd be pretty cool, dude. Yeah. Well, see, I think you. Well, is it gonna be too long? That dresser's going in the trash, and I'm buying. I was gonna say because it's gonna hang over that dresser. You don't want it to be knocked over. I've already seen the display. It's not expensive. I'm yeah. splurging it's 20 bucks on Yeah, I was going to say, maybe not on that one. Maybe that one. You don't want it to be knocked over because no. you know someone's going to knock it. Like, that's just an inevitability. I'm going to be sad when I'm done building it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, guys. We will see you guys next week Bye. or potentially this Thursday. Bye. Thanks so, for listening. As my boy Jeff would say, Jeff Epstein did not kill himself. See you guys. Yeah, he did.